0: to match me my style is impetuous my defense is impregnable and I'm just ferocious I want your heart I
1: want to eat children Pray- all right we back motherfucking tough talk podcast uh back after a long hiatus you know Ibrahim Khalif and myself uh we're here in New York at the epicenter of the pandemic so you know none of us really saw that coming you know knocked us right off track we were recording you know every other Thursday and putting episodes out every other Monday and then boom pandemic you know so who really saw that coming you know coronavirus is getting real like Cardi B said she said that shit and then the all everything went to shit you know instantly you know my thing with the podcast was always bringing everybody together you know to record and being in the moment and that was kind of the fun in it so us having the social distance and stay apart you know is almost anti-podcast you know no gatherings and basically recording my podcast was a small gathering you know three or four people all chopping it up and fight stories uh We don't got no fight stories for you guys this week, you know, but we'll be back next week with the same programming, you know, like I said, this thing just really caught us off guard, you know, (laughs) and then I think we were hit a little harder than most areas, you know, it's like the intro to the beginning of power, you know, they say this is a big sick town. That's the new intro to power because New York got fucked up. You know, this is like what Godzilla did to Tokyo. Coronavirus. But I'm not too surprised. You know, we spent all the last summer licking ice cream and putting it back. And now we're wondering why we're all sick. You know, remember that? That was the whole thing. Licking ice cream and putting it back. This thing has been good on some levels, you know, it's forced us to. Uh, have to be around our family, whether we like it or not, you know, or whoever we live with our roommates, a lot of us in New York, which just how it spreads so fast between the roommates and the train, you know. But anyhow, without further ado here's a new episode for you guys uh you know like share subscribe per usual uh you know Ibrahim Khalif and myself you know getting after it after a two month break or so so bear with us no fight stories this week but we'll be back next week with some fight stories and whatnot uh we're just gonna kind of catch up on this episode with where we've been over the last two months uh The back half of this, the second episode or so, we get into some uh, OnlyFans discussions and whatnot, you know, OnlyFans. Is it wrong? Is it right? How do you feel about it? You know, do you subscribe? Uh, Thanks for listening. Check it out. Yo. Hey, what's up? So you hear me now? Yeah, it looked like that did the trick. Yep. Sometimes we got to power power down, you know. it's It the, did three Zoom meetings today. It's like, let me take a nap real quick, dog. <laughs>
0: it's like you pushing it. Pushing it, motherfucker.
1: Yeah, we used to think about machines that way, you know. I think, uh, you know, the Nintendo, it would be real hot. You could touch it. And it's like, yo, the game messed up because you played it too much. Mm-hmm but now our expectations are just through the roof, you know. Uh, Louis C.K. has that great joke about being on an airplane and the dude's complaining about the Wi-Fi. Yeah. And it's just like, yeah, we're fucking spoiled. (laughs) (laughs) When you're, like, riding in literally a robot complaining about a computer signal, it's just like, dude, chill the fuck out. So, yeah. Mm yeah. I think technology, at times, it reminds us, like, yo, Siri got to take a fucking nap, okay? Mm-hmm. Siri is fucking I, tired. But, uh,
0: I don't want to get Louis. far off the track, but did you see Louis' special?
1: Yeah, I, tried, I checked his special out. I thought it it had its moments. It had some moments.
0: I liked it. I, I enjoyed it a lot. I thoroughly enjoyed it.
1: There yeah, was some jokes was he left out.
0: It was the, the material he left out that was leaked to the public. I wish he would have put it on. I wish he would have did it on there or put it on there. Because it, it, you know, it was it, that shit was good too.
1: Yeah. Which that's, you know, yeah. I do, I did like the school shooter stuff he was doing. Oh, uh, shit was funny. Yeah. Yeah. I, I thought that was a good special to, from him, especially coming back after the whole scandal. Oh, and yeah. Whatever else. And I wish Monique would have just done it that way. Like, here, here's $5 online or whatever. Here's my special. Right.
0: And everybody you know? probably would have, she probably would have got a great turnout. With
1: that, oh yeah, definitely, you know. But I think she was see her own market,
0: right? But I mean, we ain't gonna be the dare horse. But I just think that she was trying to make a statement for motherfuckers that's coming behind her. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I'm glad they gave her something on a different platform. She's on um Stars, I think it is. Yeah, yeah. Donnell
1: Rollins, She's on Showtime, Donnell. Because I oh, watched Showtime the special over the okay. whole pandemic. I just was. Chilling and watching some comedy one day. Uh just mm-hmm. Nisha, or Just Nesh, I think is her name, is on there. Right. She did like a Monique and Friends and Just Nesh is on there. She killed it. She had some real funny shit about uh playing B pill and she was like, I'm a big girl, I need playing BBW. I was like, yo, that <laughs> shit <laughs> That nice. shit had me dying. Like I, nice. just, I I I can't remember if it's just Nesh or Niche, but she funny though from uh, yes. Chicago, and then uh Donnell Rollins closes that show out, and he just was on fire, dog. Yeah. That motherfucker, yeah. every time I watch him at Caroline's, I say to myself, like, I ain't shit as a performer. Like, joke writer? Cool, but performer? That motherfucker be right. all over the stage, dog. Oh, yeah, he be
0: committing. He be yeah, going he for commits. it. He's committing. He did, yeah. um, I really like to, I like to set on, um, on the Degenerates, he had a pretty good set on
1: the Degenerates. Yeah, that was good.
0: His energy, his energy was lit. I for that season of the of the Degenerates, though, my favorite set was uh, Bobby Kelly. Though,
1: yeah, I'll Bobby have to Kelly. That I show. didn't watch a whole lot of it, but I definitely watched Donnell's sets because, like I said, he's somebody I look to as a performer because I'm always like, yeah, okay, damn, I gotta, I gotta really get outside of this stiff shit I be doing. And, that motherfucker mm. be performing. But I liked his joke on the degenerates about the uh the turtles and the straws and the cocaine. I was like, Oh
2: hey. yeah, yeah yeah, and the
1: little Nas X shit and uh but the showtime one is better because it's it's him in front of his audience, which is us. Gotcha. So yeah. he doesn't have to explain as much and you can tell he's having more fun fun. Right. You know? Which is the degenerate set is good too though, but yeah. But, uh, Them
0: Netflix crowds be weird, man.
1: Well, it's a TV taping crowd instead of a live audience crowd, which I'm, right. I'm working on a little project myself and looking back at the crowd at the Apollo that I'm about to put out. And just that you can tell, like, the one of the good things about it is it wasn't like a planned special or a plan whatever for me, a TV set. So they right. hadn't been prepped. So some of their reactions, even, you know, it's more black church. I know that's gotcha. right. Yeah. Don't just be lit. Yeah. And then that I always think that's a hard experience to uh, get to translate to TV because I, I don't know if you know, but, you know, those audience a lot of times are casted like seat filler style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I heard. So if they're casted audience, a lot of them are actors or you know they're writers, so they're in the crowd more so hating than they are enjoying the damn show. They, they
0: they picking they picking apart your shit,
1: which I think Rock always does a good job of that. You know, not having a casted audience, it's like no, these people are true fans. They bought tickets. There's no seat filler right. here. That's why when he does, you know, the niggas versus black people. You hear somebody yell out, you ain't right. <laughs> or, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. he gets, you know, booze, you know, as he's talking about Mary and Barry in D.C. And it's like, OK, this is a mm-hmm. live crowd. Like the reactions aren't. They fortunate. came here.
0: They came here for this shit. This is my audience.
1: Yeah, there's none of that. Yeah, yeah. That's Hannah Gadsby, somebody hitting applause. Like uh, that, and then the whole fucking theater applauds. And it's just like, oh. I heard. I heard she got another special coming she do and I'm like uh, uh, but we'll get away from that we'll let her do her thing I mean you know what it is Nanette was a one woman show so hopefully this Mm -hmm. one's at least comedy so uh, we'll see but uh, it was the anti comedy (laughs) which is like you know even when they use the term alt comedy it's like the alternative to comedy is tragedy so what are we really watching here It's tragic that there are no punchlines here. But uh, moving along, yeah, I wanted to chop it up with you because, you know, obviously the pandemic or whatever, we was just developing a routine for Tough Talk Podcast and getting it in with some guests and really starting to get into the thick of it. Then we had this whole pandemic, and it's just been like, you know, what the fuck, man? I'm just now getting to a place of peace where I can start to even think about working again, you know, as far as comedy goes. And, uh, you know, we've been doing some of the Zoom shows and different stuff. And, you know, what's crazy is, what, what is this, the, the back end of May? So it's almost June. And, you know, it's getting hot and people are starting to not give a fuck again. How is Jersey looking? Are they not giving a fuck over there now?
0: Yep. Same, same here. It's starting to get thick on the highways, starting to get thick, at, thick in the inner city limits. Um, people want to go outside, man. I mean... It's this whole new era, bro. Of uh, I think it is. People just don't feel um, they had they have, they probably feel sick not being able to to have any clout. If that makes sense to you, you know what I'm saying? Like say clout, like social media clout. Yeah, okay. like social media has given people the need to be somewhere and so some and show some shit off. Yeah, like it, like being on social media has really like shown me how. Some people have sad lives.
1: Yes. Like, and really they need sad lives. Like,
0: right, because before, you could mask it with, I'm at this restaurant, I'm at mm-hmm. this club, I'm on this plane, I'm at this whatever. But you're not doing none of that. we all doing the same shit. Well, it's, and now you really get to see that people are like, they really, their lives are fucked. Well, it's, you know what it's
1: I'm saying? one thing to want attention which is a position i think a lot of us comics are in but it's another thing when you need attention to where it's like
2: right, that's if i'm what
1: not is. posting mm-hmm. that i'm at the club but i think there's two perspectives on this and you're right but one of the perspectives is it kind of made everybody even meaning you know mm-hmm. if if you it made everybody even this pandemic meaning yeah you know a lot of us through, you know, making less money, especially on the artist lifestyle and the comedian's budget, a lot of us don't, you know, get to go on vacation and celebrate lavish lifestyles and take pictures on boats, you know what I mean? So, this made everybody equal to where, you know, even the chick that wanted to take a picture on a boat, you know, during the summer and really stunned on us had to stay home. And it's like, yeah, we're all at home in the same pajamas. Now, granted, Some of us are in better homes, (laughs) which is why everybody got mad at Ellen and them, you know, coming on, telling us to stay home. And it's like, bitch, I live in a studio apartment. You broadcasting live from your 14 bedroom glass fortress talking about stay home.
0: Yeah, but but people also got to I even took that. I even took her comment with a grain of salt, like people got offended. But people also got to realize that, man, just because a motherfucker rich don't mean he happy. You know what I'm saying? Like, they they may be in a mansion, but that she might be fucking miserable. Well, I think you know even less saying? than that, I it, think
1: that at a certain level, I'm not just as a sophisticated person and a, what, what I'll call a true progressive, not these fake progressives uh-huh. and these fake uh-huh. liberals and somebody who's really open-minded. I'm not a fan of killing the messenger. So right. th- their messages were true, be it as it may be, they may need to scale back the level of, like, judgment of like just stay home stupid it's like alright but you got you know millions of dollars you haven't gotten to spend so it's easier for you to say you know when you got months worth of food there and you know your income secure but I Ellen got a lot of backlash and I liked her prison joke I thought that shit was pretty funny <laughs> did you catch yeah, her prison was, joke that people got mad at
0: um I th- I think I remember I, I don't remember well what the gist stuff, of it was
1: The gist of it was, you know, quarantine something like prison. You know, I I can't go inside anywhere, and everybody in here is gay. And it was like, yeah, 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 I can't leave. I think he said, I can't leave, and everybody here is gay. And it's like, okay, yeah, um, yeah. all right, you know. I think people forget that even when you've been on TV for years, you know, once you remove all those producers and the people that you gotta pass the jokes through. We're just raw motherfuckers right. saying raw things that, and sometimes it's you know the wrong time, but I I like that, know, and that didn't make me feel yeah, no yo. way at all.
0: That came right. That came right from. That came right from her her gut. Yeah, you it know came right
1: from her gut. It didn't pass through all these producers and these coordinators, and you know the FCC says you can't say that. It's like no, she just <laughs> you know was raw, sitting on camera live in her home and saying basically the same thing we all been saying where it's like yo i feel like a goddamn prisoner in here i may not be a prisoner and you know which is one of the things i found funny through the whole quarantine was that you know the contradictory messages they're sending and on one hand they're like yo you know the nypd has the coronavirus you know a lot of the force had it you know then at the same time they're like and they will be coming around you know, making sure you guys are social distancing. It's like motherfucker. It sounds like we need to be making sure y'all social distancing. Like, man, the NYPD is it ain't social distancing it, when they knocking a motherfucker upside exactly, the head. Exactly. Like that's not. You six see them feet, you, Why?
0: You, have you seen the videos? They're getting on kids and they're getting on brothers and sisters in the hood and Bronx or whatever. Yeah. About social distancing, but you have like some cops that not even wearing masks right. up in civilian spaces. It's like motherfucker, what are you do? Like, I don't know, man. Some of this shit, not some of it, but a lot, a lot of, of it. it is. I think I like. I think motherfuckers just using the COVID shit as a
1: means to fuck with more people. Oh no, what, without a doubt, black that's always people. they think. That's why whenever we heard, whenever it, we isn't. heard fines and uh, you know, there will be jail time, I- immediately we start to protest because we're like, oh shit, we know this is gonna affect us disproportionately. And even oh, with yeah, the man, whole, definitely. like any of these movements, like even when we, you know, some of us black males heard, you know, the whole time's up movement, because we knew if you were going to fire Tavis Smalley and that nigga ain't did nothing but invite a chick to church with him, you know what I mean? You know, right. he she might have turned it down a time or two. and He was persistent. Like, yo, you got to come to church. Is that, is that, is, check is
0: that what happened? It's something. He invited her to
1: church. Something like that. But I'm just, I'm making a joke, but I'm saying, you know, Tavis Smiley's a wholesome oh. dude. So yeah, he's a wholesome our fear yeah. as black men but we knew, was that we knew it would affect us. But like you said, us. black men was going to get hit we, with that more. We were already yeah. the last hired and the first fire. So we knew it was going to be yeah. more of us being blamed unfairly with zero proof losing our job. So our mm-hmm. first reaction is a visceral one of like, oh, shit, here they come, you know, which still, yeah. you know, uh, we'll get into it. But uh, Surviving our Kelly, you know, that they did a second season. And so, you know, there's, I think, 14 episodes, you know, all sorts of girls crying, which I'm like, look, give me Aaliyah, give me the little girl in the p tape. And then the rest of you already knew about the tape. So the rest of y'all are just dumb, you know. I I don't know another way to put it to you, but I'm laughing because just about talking about the disproportion, you know, Jeffrey Dahmer, I watched his, he has a movie called, uh, let me think of it real quick because I'm talking kind of quick here. The movie is called uh, Friends with Dahmer. And I'm like, how the fuck you call something surviving R. Kelly like that nigga was a hurricane? (laughs) And, And then... A man murders, you know. I think thirteen people and eats the fucking bodies. And you got a movie called Friends with Dama Friends That's an mm. hour fucking long, an hour thirty minutes, and don't show not one murder. Like I was like blown exactly. away when I watched it. Of like, you gotta be yeah. fucking. I mean, kidding. look at
0: how look look at how they did the Ted Bundy Dog. movie. Dog. They made this motherfucker like he was a a heartthrob. I mean, he like he like women. Women liked him, but they got, like, one of the best-looking motherfuckers. Uh, hold on, correction.
1: Like, correction. Sick women. What? Sick women liked him. <laughs> These girls talking about Ted it was is hot. <laughs> There's a hashtag. Yo,
0: listen, man. Listen, bro. Listen, man. We can't sit here and act like chicks don't
1: like dangerous motherfuckers. Uh, I'd, they I'd they say into that They shit. like how many
0: motherfuckers.
1: And then the Bruh, worst of them.
0: How many... How many chicks you you know of that right motherfuckers in prison, bro?
1: Listen, you, you, I'm not disagreeing. Getting whole you. relationships with them. I'm not disagreeing All with right you. Then. I'm splitting the difference. Semantics. So, regular girls and good girls like edgy guys, right? Then there's crazy girls who love crazy guys. I mean, Charles Manson had ten girls, right? <laughs> so yeah. they was doing this work. It's a him. lot more of them.
0: Uh, hey man, you still you're still an optimist with that shit, bro. I'm telling you, all <laughs> like they, they like them crazy motherfuckers. No, yeah, I'm, I'm just saying, I'm just like saying it's a, important. Look at
1: to note that they're crazy, bro. Look how many. Listen, man. Not
0: necessarily. They ain't necessarily got to be crazy. They can be your regular, everyday. Okay,
1: well, I'm using I'm using crazy. Was, I'm, was, I'm using crazy it, as a catch-all here, but what I mean is lonely girls, insecure yeah, yeah. girls, girls with daddy issues.
0: Nah, I ain't buying it. <laughs> you you trying to you trying to split hairs to be like you still holding on to the thing that there is some real good wholesome. Them bitches crazy too. <laughs> well, that's like, what I'm telling you.
1: You're <laughs> saying the They're same. Thing. Crazy in another. That's one. what I'm saying. I'm saying no, I'm saying Harley Quinn loves the Joker and Batman is single. They like, nah, this dude ain't exciting enough. <laughs> but uh. Yeah, so we we got off on a little tangent there, but yeah. So then, what blew me away with the diamond thing, bro? I'm watching the interviews now because I'm like, I want to know about the goddamn murders. I'm like, I don't right, fucking watch the right. hour thirty minutes, and this motherfucker. You know what it ends with? It ends with him picking up his first victim, but it doesn't. It cuts off right after that, so it doesn't show him murdering him or eating the body. But I'm cracking up as I'm watching right. the interviews. You know, the interview is, you know, some white lady like a Diane Sawyer type. And she just keeps referring to him as genius. You know, he's genius and you're just very smart and articulate. And I'm going, so even your serial killers are are the best and brightest? Like, stop fucking kidding Mm -hmm. me. This is some white privilege bullshit. Like, come on. He's -hmm. the best. He's smart and articulate. Then she describes one of his victims was a 14-year-old boy. The boy that cops got called and the boy was bleeding at the door naked and the cops basically showed up and said this is none of our business and left and she's sitting there interviewing him and she's like you're so smart you're so articulate you got away with this for so long because you're just so smart you're so well read read." and I'm going (laughs) no he got away because the cops were not looking for a white dude under any fucking circumstances (laughs) You know, uh, even when he's holding a bloody yeah, fork and business. knife up at the door and you're still like, nah, wrong house. Yeah. And, and uh, uh, most of these victims were young black boys. Yeah. Gay black dudes. And it's just like, dude, yeah, dudes. you are a damn diversity scout to find 10 gay black dudes in Milwaukee. Like you missed your real calling then that's the other <laughs> part that blew me is you know as she's talking to him she mentions something about him being gay and he goes I haven't come to terms with that I don't like to talk about that <laughs> but, that but, but, but he, he, he just gay. finished talking about being a cannibal and I'm like motherfucker you you didn't come to terms with being a cannibal but can't come to terms with being called gay like get the fuck out of here <laughs> Jeffrey was a whole nother story bro Then I I put some of this shit on Facebook and this motherfucker argues. I'm thinking this is one thing nobody could argue with me about, right? This motherfucker killed and ate 13 people, you know what I'm saying? And this dude comes underneath me and tells me, shut the fuck up. You don't know, Jeffrey. And I'm thinking, must it be a friend of Dahmer's? Like, that's the title of this shit. (laughs) Mm. I said, yo, bro.
0: Yeah, I saw that. That was what, on, on Twitter Facebook. Or but I
1: said to the dude, I said, "Yo, is this the hill you want to die and get eaten on?" And he was like, "Yeah." You know, blocked me, called me a nigger, and everything. And I was like, "Wow, boy, people are crazy." So again, I'm I'm, That's I'm looking at the title of this shit and going, "How's it surviving R. Kelly but friends with Dahmer?" And even like Richard, uh, remember the Night Stalker, the Hispanic guy? I think it's uh Richard Ramirez. I think. And his shit was called mm. the Night Stalker. And it's like, does that sound fun? Do you think there's any footage mm-hmm. of him at his fucking prom there? And, you know, they're trying to blame it on his parents. And it's like, you know, his childhood. Like, no, he had a good childhood. He's a crazy motherfucker. And it's okay to say that. And they like, mm. see, he didn't have friends. And it's just like, you know, you didn't show any of R. Kelly's prom footage, you know, in your 14 episodes. There, where it's just like, "Yo, can we describe these people the same way?" Which leads to of our, course they, of, course, of course, go ahead, of course, of course, they're not. Nah, I said, of course, of course, like they're that's not the, the whole game, right?
0: Hell yeah, <laughs> it's a subliminal, it's subliminal seduction, right?
1: Well, yeah, they're basically lulling you to you know, sleep, and then it's just like, <laughs>
0: gotcha. yeah, they, they like, they want, they want us to be the poster child for any. Type of uh, for any disgusting act that or any bad in. thing they want us to be any bad thing they want a black face to be the. Which let me tower. let me, you know what I mean. We can. Run my through.
1: bad, I didn't mean to cut you off. It's, you know I can't see, no, no, you, so it's hard to guess when you' stopping. But uh, I was gonna say there's also one called raising Dharma, which I'm like raising raising as if it Dama? was a fucking accomplishment. <laughs> you know, yeah. and it's just like, well, shit. Richard the Night Stalker Ramirez had parents too, you know. Let's not describe this yeah. motherfucker like it's some type of accomplishment. You know what I mean? So. But he's a but but Richard Ramirez,
0: but Richard Ramirez and R. Kelly are monsters in what? the eyes. It's of, like look, the they're the all media.
1: monsters. Let's just call it what it is. But you sitting up interviewing this motherfucker and talking about how bright he is when. Like I said, really, the cops just did not do their job. You know what I mean? And he killed that same kid, the one that was bloody and naked outside his door, an Asian boy. And he wound up killing that motherfucker, man. And it's just like, yo, y'all crazy. Although props to that dude who Mm. killed him. Because I remember coming home from school and being like six or seven. And my dad looked at me and said, imagine if a motherfucker tell you a motherfucker to eat people for a living. is going to be your cellmate. He said, "I'd have killed the motherfucker too. The first time I heard his stomach growling, <laughs> mm-hmm. that's do beat it. Right.
0: Yeah, I remember when he got killed. Do beat him, beat him to death in the bathroom, some right, some on shit the like hour. that.
1: But with a broom, like with a uh yeah. weight, with the weights from the uh you know, rec room or whatever, and took God his ass. And they was oh, cleaning I know the bathrooms, I think is what they said. And old boy just said, fuck okay. that, man.' And you know, a lot of the black inmates took I issue think- too because." He did it to 10 black dudes, and it was like, Well, this feels some type of racist, bro. <laughs> so, so they right, right, and right. took him out of the game. He, he
0: uh, if I'm not mistaken, they did a movie, they did a, um, a HBO movie that right. it, about Jeffrey Dahmer back in the 90s, right. if I'm not mistaken. And I think it may have shown mm-hmm. that part where he got his ass whooped. At the right,
1: but yes. Yeah,
0: but I remember that, that that shit when it was happening, Jeffrey Dahmer, man. Yeah, was it's wild. a wild thing. I remember Mar- Martin Lawrence. I remember Martin Lawrence. He, that was part of. His, oh uh, yeah, that's so one crazy. of my favorite
1: comedy uh, specials, uh, man. Uh, uh, you so that. crazy, so yeah, I remember that. He's, like, he's sitting there eating, ass, watching. Cops. <laughs> <laughs> then, he, then he said, "He said the motherfucker, Hello? you know, because he was. He said the motherfucker said he was gonna give you head. You didn't know it was gonna be your head." <laughs> your head, Yeah. <laughs> Martin has some great <laughs> jokes on there, that, man. Uh that, Bruh, this LA listen. Riot's joke when he talked about uh, you know, the Mexicans didn't even know what the cause was about. The way they beat Rodney Dangerfield yeah. was wrong. Yeah. No.
2: Martin, yeah. yeah. Yo, he yeah,
0: I told people that special because people, like, people got short memories, man. And then I realized I'm surrounded by a lot of people who are yeah. younger than me, especially in comedy. And we were talking about specials, I think, on Facebook or something. And I was like, Martin Lawrence, you so crazy. And somebody, like, kind of, like, mm-hmm. shitting on it. I'm like, that special is a time Classic. capsule of the yeah. '90s." If you If you go back and watch Martin Lawrence, you so crazy, it puts you in the shoes of a 20-year-old Living in the in the, in the early right. to mid
1: 90s. And he,
0: you knew everything that was going on. You, like, he brought you up to speed about relationships, yeah. sex, uh, uh, growing up, All politics. Shit. You know what I'm saying? It was like everything in that and one he, special. He
1: stuck to the like, code, too, because he wore, you not like he wore leather special. like he was supposed to, because Eddie wore leather at the time. And leather was like the magic yep. suit. It was like wearing yep. Jordan. So, yeah, he was on fire, you know? He was was down there, like, I I would liken it to, like, Magic's uh, college career where, you know, he won the NCAA championship. Then the next year, he played in the finals, you know, with Def Jam, you know. And then, you know, then the uh, special was like, like I said, him winning in college. Then Def Jam's winning. It's like, you know, Magic winning the chip next year. And then Martin, the TV show. Martin was on fucking fire. But... I, I think I mentioned fire, this to bro, you though, uh, you know, previous podcast. But I'm telling you, it's you know, as somebody who's been in the trenches for these eight years in New York, what we would be running into is East Coast bias. It's like when Jay Z, you know, did, summed up rap with uh, where I'm from when he said, you know, argue up about the best MCs, Biggie, Jay Z, and Nas, and it's a uh, East Coast triangle, and that's what happens to people like Martin. When you talk in a lot of the comedy circles, especially if you're talking on the East Coast to white comics, because all they see is what's on the walls, you know, and when you walk through the, com- you know, different places, you see Dave Chappelle and you see Chris Rock. And then all they talk about is him, Chris Rock and Patrice, which is crazy because they barely even mention Kevin Hart and that motherfuckers doing a rings. So, you know, and then almost it works against you on their side of comedy if you're cool. And Martin was fucking cool. So, they want that nerd Mm -hmm. shit. So, they lean more towards anybody that's, you know, nerd type, you know. They'll bring up Hannibal before they bring up Martin.
0: Yo, I never... uh, I, I remember you know, that classic uh, story Chris Rock told when he said he wanted to just drop in and do a few minutes, and he just hit his sound like it's a riot outside, Mm -hmm. like on stage, and fucking found out it was Martin Lawrence. He said, I can't fuck that. (laughs) Yeah. He said, there's no way. And I think he named the people, but Martin was definitely one of the people he named that he said he didn't oh, yeah, follow. they
1: was powerhouses. Right. They was bringing the ruckus. You had to be cut from that cloth, you know, to follow Bernie or Martin. Yeah. And, and, yeah, even Rock, you know, who hosted Def Jam. He hosted as a celebrity already, but, you know, he, never, right. he had the name. I like, so.
0: man, I like... I like I love to surround myself with people who help. Yeah, we're still soccer. There's people that I'm cool with. There's people that I'm cool with in the game. Like you and I haven't done show like shows like that together, but it's people that I've done I've done spots with, and I came I came through you know I came through the game with that um like through the mics and and the different shows and we've done stuff and I call them they like my boxhole niggas man. Like I can't I can't talk shop with everybody, but I can talk shop with them. Like it's my nigga Kirby Kirby, yeah, I like Kirby. you know what I'm saying? Like guys like Drew Dowdy and stuff like that. Like I can talk shop with them about material and stuff like that. And it's like when you see them do something, it's like damn, I gotta step my fucking right. game up. Yeah, you know absolutely. what I mean? It's like I gotta step my goddamn game up because I like I like where he went with that. And then you just push that envelope a little further, and they go fuck. All right, I got to do it too. Well, yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's like you know uh, the another another Dra- Jersey kind of the
1: draft class. Like that's not an accident, you know. Wade, the Wade looking at right. what LeBron right. doing. LeBron looking at what Carmelo doing, and Carmelo looking at LeBron, and then even Chris Bosh, you know. So that's the four picks. Uh, you know, minus the right. Darko Milicic. Yeah, so. you always look at who.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You always look at who's doing what, yeah. Like you said, you always look at who's doing what. But what I like is that, but even just in, in the realm of comedy, even with even with just you, even though we haven't done spots like that before. Or I look at a guy like Usama Siddiqui or whatever. I just look at comics. Where I go, oh yo, motherfucker, that motherfucker, that yeah, motherfucker's funny. Us- Usama you know what I mean? Homies. And he pushes a certain a button, and you push. He pushes a certain button. You know what I'm saying? It's like, all right, yeah, I I gotta yeah. go for that. That motherfucker oh, on me,
1: that. Him, you know what I mean? I go went out to, uh, where did we go to in Pennsylvania? Shit. I'm trying to remember the name. Oh, Reading, Pennsylvania, or Reading, however you say it. Redding. Redding, reading, Reading, whatever. Redding, yeah. But we went out to Pennsylvania and did a yeah. show there, and Usama, I was featuring Usama, did the guest spot. And that motherfucker closed on, he got this joke, uh, that shit is about, uh, It's like a beatboxing joke. And he was talking about club DJs. He had the whole motherfucking room, whole motherfucking room shaking with laughter. And I went up right after him to feature, and I was like, whoo, motherfucker, like, do a joke in between that. Don't leave on that note, you know? So now I'm standing in it because it's like shit. All you can do at at a certain point when you follow that hot comic is, yo, give it up for him. (laughs) <laughs> then you gotta say it again. Nah, but for real, <laughs> give it up for him. You know what I mean? It's like coming off the yeah. bench sometimes, where it's like, "Hey, just go in there and try to get your knees loose real quick, and then you can look for your shot." What's
0: your
1: name? <laughs> but don't come right in shooting off the bench. Uh, <laughs> George
0: uh, George Lopez gave me a good. He gave me a good tip. George Lopez "He, said he, he yeah." He he told he told me he said he it's a tip he got from um, mm-hmm. Dana Carvey. And uh he said, Don't even acknowledge this mm-hmm. guy.
1: He said You, you, you know what it is though? Everybody's a different comic. He said Yeah,
0: I get it, but I mean that's one of the tips he gave me. He was like and he explained you now, know why but it was like because it's, it's something he learned from Dana because Dana Carvey he told me Dana Carvey had to follow, Dana Carvey had to follow. Um, it was a ah. band. It was like a really popular band. They were doing. They were doing like a. Um, they were doing like a, uh, a like an event, and he had to follow this really popular band, and um, and it's like a tip. He, he said he didn't even acknowledge them, He didn't hmm. acknowledge that they were there. You know what I'm saying because they the band the band a little different
1: than a comic and on a showcase show so I mean you know a showcase show is a little different than even what we were doing you know me Nico Usama you know we're doing a uh, you know uh, what what I want to say regular format kind of show so it was host feature headliner and Usama was the guest spot so. That's right. a little different than following right. a band, which is also different than a showcase show. You know, if if I'm at Comic Strip, and there's seven comics before me it song, and it's nonstop, and everybody's doing shorter time. Yeah, I got it. then the energy's a little yeah. different. But like I said, also don't underestimate. You know, that we're all different comics. So one comic, you know, it might work for him to go up and step right into that energy. But I saw a dude follow. What is this dude? Right. And you'll know him because he's from Jersey. Saw a dude follow uh, Timmy, uh, the black guy Timmy. I think I forget what his last name is. Timmy, Timmy. he's a Jersey guy. It was at a Bob Cherner showcase at the pair. It's one of the last things I seen. Timmy, but anyway, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I, the, the, the guy named Timmy, yeah, is from, from he's New Jersey, maybe Philly, but he's not oh, from I New don't. York. But anyhow, listen, Timmy had that goddamn room know. shaking, and. The next comic up, it was a showcase, and they did what you said. They just went up and went in the material, and I was like, look. And having had played that position before, I know what works for me, and I got to give some love to that person of like, yo, yo. But seriously, if you can, maybe do a little call back up top to their best joke and try to transition it like that, you know what I mean? Shit, if you're the third dude mm-hmm. in the gangbang, you know, you got to do a little whispering in her ear. You can't just come in there hot like that. <laughs> yeah, you got to do a little whispering in her ear. You can't do, you know, you can't just come in hot. So I try not to come in hot. I try to do a little whispering in the ear and, you know, figure out the flow of where I'm going to go. But, yeah, man, you mentioned something that's very important here earlier, and I don't want to breeze by it, but you mentioned... uh. You mentioned that they try to make us the face of everything, which was what was making me nervous about them keep putting those numbers out there, you know. It's a- disproportionately affecting African-Americans and Latinos, and it's like, it's not that it's so much that it's disproportionately affecting us as it is that when it does affect us, we don't receive the attention that you do give to everybody else, you know. We're asked. Yeah. Yeah, that's what somebody we're that's what asked, was saying who's your so healthcare. Good. No, you were good. Right, I'm My sorry. bad. I mean, like I said, it's a little odd because we not sitting next to each other like usual to get those cues. But I was saying, you know, yeah, that's the real effect. But when you keep saying that disproportionately black and Latino, disproportionately disproportionately black, you know, it it, it sticks in people's minds to where it's another reason to stay away from us, and another reason to deny us service and shit. Mm-hmm that we're already being denied. But like I was telling you with the cops, it's like, well, you're sending out mixed messages. You're telling us all the cops have it or they're at higher risk for it because they're at service to the public. Then you're also telling us they're going to be coming around to make sure we're distancing. But I'm going, but y'all ain't distancing. That's how y'all got this shit. Stay back. But then you're also telling us, you know, not socially distanced, not social distancing could lead to fines or... Jail time, but then you're also telling us the ger- jails are full and that you're letting nonviolent people go. So I'm just like, y'all right. motherfuckers sending so many mixed messages. Shit,
0: they they can't even figure out they they can't even figure out whether or not we should fucking yeah. Wear the they flip on so. <laughs> It's wear the mask. Now it's now it's oh you know wearing the mask cannot yeah. cause you to not have it. They just like I'm telling you what this really is, bro, is that they really showed that they got yes. us by the balls. That's all it is. They have human. Be- they made a <laughs> virus go viral. And like I said, be- and like I said before, it's a very yes. real thing. People have died. You know what I'm saying. But there's also reports that people may not be dying of COVID. They could be dying of regular natural cause. But like you said, they're not getting the adequate care. That they need because people The the healthcare workers are Scared right. of the fucking disease too Cause I remember when I went and got I went and got tested bro Listen I went and got yeah. tested for that shit Cause I wasn't feeling bro. well I was like let me make sure I don't got this shit I went to the hospital Bro now I've been in the hospital numerous times Over the last five years
1: Because okay. of my
0: heart situation all that The bedside manner in there dealing with this COVID shit is shit It's like they right. don't want to be in the same Room with you so I had to go back in the room in the, in the in the ER. They got a whole wing separated of the of the emergency room. They put you in this room. The person is wearing like all this suit shit. She take down your information. She leaves and then mm-hmm. they speak to you through a speaker. They don't even come in the room until it's time to test you. Then they test you. They leave. They won't let my wife come back yeah. in. They don't. I'm like so, and I'm just feeling right. a little under the weather. I can imagine somebody who's really sick. You know what I'm saying? Like they're showing symptoms. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like serious symptoms. And they're and that person's in that room by themselves. Their their uh mm-hmm. their their loved one can't be with them. So you got a lot of those people that's yeah. dying yeah. by themselves, alone. You know what I'm saying? Like they don't have anyone by their side, which is also adding right. stress on the fact that I can't breathe. You know what I'm saying? The fact right. that I you know, I'm having this issue or whatever. So yeah, it's it's like, a lot, it's of, shit a lot going of different, on. it's a lot of different, and a lot of uh, misinformation, and then yeah, a lot of flip
1: flops. Like you said, it, they started with don't wear the mask, and it's like, yeah, I don't want to wear a surgical mask, and then know that there's also a nurse who needs one, and I'm walking around with the shit. so it's like, nah, let them have their PPE yeah. or whatever. And you know, it's just it's a contradictory message, like you said, it's the disease is very real, and people are dying from it. I'm not in denial of that, but I'm also. At a, on a comical level and on a surface level being like okay remember that time a disease came through deadly and wiped out you know a quarter of the world and all we had to do was stop it was cut a sleeve off our fucking shirt and tie it around our face of just like what like mm. you know pandemic last year you know or whatever is on Yo. netflix what was that
0: They even they even um came out and said that it's not guaranteed that you would catch it. Remember the whole big thing was somebody wiped right. their nose and wipe something, and then you touch it, and then you and then you right. get it if you wipe
1: your face. And now they
0: they, they well yeah, I told you today. I
1: think I posted it, but it's they like, said you know six feet. It may need to be further, and it's just like see <laughs> every day, you know.
0: They don't even. Fu- they don't know. They, they don't. don't fucking know. They don't know. This, this these, and it kind of almost. I hate this like. I don't really hate to say it, but it's kind of like it makes a little sense. Like I kind of understand some of the so-called right. Some of those people that that's on the right, their whole frustration with this too. You know, the talking yeah. about opening up and and, and, stuff, and stuff like that. I kind of get it a little bit. 'Cause it's like because of the, the, the flip like you said, the flip flopping, it's like, yo, <laughs> y'all don't even know what the fuck you doing. So it seemed like and plus you had
1: reports of right. getting it while they're home.
0: But like, I think they, they had it when they
1: stayed and home. So it's like, like I said, I I'm with you a little bit on the um side of like, Okay, well, y'all don't know, but we do know it's real, that's for sure. So we ain't on that shit. We don't want to get shut down by no, the who but real. then the who which is the World Health Organization, if y'all haven't been paying attention, also said, you know, no second opinions. And it's like, since when? This is America, motherfucker. When have we ever not been able to get a second opinion? So, you know what I mean? They're shutting Mm -hmm. down certain websites and certain things where, you know, the dude, I think I told you, he's a Jersey cat too, but uh, Hotep Jesus, uh, I'll be listening to his podcast, which is called Hotep's Been Told You. And when the Surgeon General came out and was like, yo, you know, it's affecting those with pre-existing conditions, so lay off the salt and tell Big Mama to put the chicken down. And niggas got mad, but it's like he was a black dude, a corny black dude, uh, a Cory Booker type, but it's like nah, like, uh, you know, Hotep Jesus was saying, hey, Hotep's been told you, you know, lay off the salt and eat healthy and get your juices right. So...
0: Yeah. I didn't find nothing, yeah, I didn't find nothing wrong with what he said. I just don't like you said, it was the fact that he was a corny nigga
1: and they but, and people. But I told you I, I'm not a big fan of killing the, the message. So, so I'm, I'm like do, shit, nah I'm gonna have to let them bars fly. You yeah. know, you heard the man, so you know, whatever what- however you felt about it, you wanna stay alive yeah. or you wanna be fake offended and you know, whatever the fuck else. It's probably raising your blood pressure being fake offended. So <laughs> probably
0: yeah, we just we just we're just reactionary, bro. Like that's the thing I'm getting kind of frustrated with. It's like all we do is
1: react, react, react. And motherfuckers don't. Yeah, actually sit and down really and let it sit. And, and, and like something. I said, we're in love nowadays with killing the messenger. You know, you you say something online, and a chick come back with your picture, and you going, but that doesn't change what the fuck I just told you. <laughs> you know, you can argue all day about somebody being right. ugly or not being beautiful but it's like that you're trying to kill the messenger the message persists you know you know it was Malcolm X's Mm -hmm. birthday what last week and it's just like how long he been gone you know what I mean R.I.P but the Mm -hmm. message stays you know by any means necessary which leads to our next point you know we're in the middle of a global pandemic and you know we're being told to socially distance Mm -hmm. and to quarantine and on one side, you got a bunch of white people that they're calling malicious that are armed and at the courthouse with guns, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. and refusing mm-hmm. to stay home and they want to go to work, to which I'm just like, you can go to work, but who the fuck is going to be your customers <laughs> in a time like this where no one really has any money Right. and the cops are going light on them, you know, there's no tear gas, there's no guns, there's no fighting. You know, the cops are standing there, and they're mm-hmm. standing there too armed, mm-hmm. and it's just like, you know, two Americas, man. And then on our side of the game, you know, you got the other day George Floyd, you know, the cops in Minnesota are killing him, and they got his Good their dude. knee on his fucking face until he can't breathe anymore, and he dies. And it's just like, y'all over here fighting to go to the fucking beach, and we over here fighting for our lives, literally, you know? So...
0: But I'm. But this is the thing, man. Like, what do people? When are we as a people, as as black folk, gonna just understand that? Why? Right. When are we gonna stop being surprised by this? Like the last. This is the most. This is this has happened publicly and been known publicly
1: in my life in the yes. last and on camera in the camera, last because almost, we, we, we knew we even back it. then in the Sean Brown days we it, just did yeah, have videotape, right
0: just didn't have no video of it but what i'm saying is like since the since we've been using camera phones to capture this shit the 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 whole process all of the stuff that happens even, all the same even as I... you see the video you get outraged it gets shared everywhere everyone gets up in arms then you're gonna have the, the cops gonna get put on administrative leave or fired yeah then, the, and then, and then the election, which I don't like,
1: I'm like you, I don't like the cycle of it repeat. either. It's starting to feel formulaic. It's starting to feel damn near planned to a certain extent, you know. You got a week where Joe Biden says, you know, if you ain't black, if you ain't vote for me. Then in the middle of that, you got Doja Cat, you know, right. spreading her uh, niggerphobic uh behaviors. I don't even know uh what the fuck mainly she's what happened. mainly she's just a high younger and, what and people are acting like it matters the only mm-hmm. reason it matters to me is to prove the point that even like you know even I don't want to say black women cuz she ain't all the way black but even black women at times will excuse racism you know as long as it's aimed at black males you know they get that pass on the sexual tip being cuz she's in the incel chat rooms and she's twerking mm-hmm. and shit you know, and white boys, you know, neo Nazis or whatever, they ain't tripping long as they can see some ass. You know, that serves their purpose. But right. when it's what? time to talk about, you know, what's OG's what? name? Maxine Waters, all of a sudden, because she ain't twerking, it's, you know, she's discarded and thrown to the left, you know. And But, you know, I ain't tripping off her because, like I said, Doja Cat is, I understand most musicians and artists and rappers and even entertainers' comics are high as fuck. And she looked high. And then the very next day, you know, you got Azalea Banks, you know, at 7 a.m. posting about Dave Chappelle and cheating on his wife. And it's just like, I'm looking at her and I'm literally looking through her soul, like her eyes are damn near in the back of her head she's so fucking high and it's just like why y'all keep believing these celebrities and looking at them like they're leaders so that's what annoys me is we're misguided you know we keep looking looking towards these people for some sort of message they're all younger than us and they're all high as fuck you know and then you know sliding right into this week where like I said we're supposed to be social distancing and quarantining and the cops are getting this shit at a high rate And then you got this dude with his knee on George Floyd's neck. And before that, you know, two hours before that, we had, uh, you know, another dog park, Debbie, you know, in Central Park in New York. You know, Amy Cooper is calling the cops on, you know, what was his name? Christian Cooper. And yelling into the phone, you know, he's a black man. He's a black man, an African-American man, an African-American man, which is like, yo, shorty.
0: His goofy, his, his goofy ass where well, it's like yo shorty that's no different than chin. Kramer when
1: Kramer was on stage at the last factory it's a nigger look it's a nigger <laughs> and it's like oh that's the yeah. liberal version of uh, the Kramer man. it's an African American hurry it's an African American and then you know before okay. we could all even digest the Central Park thing you hear about George Floyd and you see the video And she's trying to, like you said, absolve herself and make herself innocent as white women always do. You know, Karen's Will Karen. You know, I I didn't have any cruel intentions. And it's just like you just called the same people that we're watching on the other side of the country or in the middle of the country murder a black man. So, yeah, you are guilty. Now, to what level of guilt? That's another discussion for another Mm -hmm. day, but just a whole lot of shit going on in the middle of a time that I think a incident that was supposed to bring us closer together, you know? So I wake up this morning and black people are, Mm. you know, doing what they're doing in Minnesota as they should be tearing that motherfucking city up. And then I'm watching in Staten Island. These motherfuckers are fighting for their right. The white people are fighting for their right to open a Tannin salon. And I'm going you just killed my man because he got a natural tan <laughs> over here, you know, and you're fighting for your right to look more like us. Mm. <laughs> Can't make this shit up. Like you were saying, you know, the truth is stranger than fiction, man. <laughs> Can't make this shit up. Fighting to go yeah. to a beach. Listen, yeah. they got on a mask nice. and they want to go to the water. <laughs> Explain that. Like, yo, your mask ain't waterproof, stupid.
0: I don't know, man. I I just been trying to stay a, away from, stay away from uh, getting too involved in in any of this shit. To be honest with you, like I'm just I'm just tired, bro. I'm burnt. I'm burnt out with, with when it comes to this police brutality thing. I yeah, respond to it, what we expect of it. Black po- hope, uh, black yeah. black folks hope this shit trying to prove their humanity to these mother- trying to prove, prove their humanity, humanity to these motherfuckers who don't give a fuck. Like at what point? At what point do we like this? Is the problem I'm a, I, and I'm gonna tell you what, what what the problem is with us. We have been programmed over the years <laughs> with too many white savior movies that we actually think that these fucking people yeah. are going to have any ounce of good dog.
1: I watched the movie when with, it comes to listen. having
0: empathy for your situation. Even the best, <laughs> bro, dude. Even the best intention white person. Does which, which not like feel I, for you in your situation like, the way you should feel for yourself. Why are you in? Why are you uh, imploring I told for white you, people to I stop had, killing you, motherfucker? You, that, I know. like it, that, I feel, that shit I is just infuriating. Like, like, it's, it's like what's yo, the shut word? The Let me
1: try to pronounce up. it. Palatable or palapable or whatever the fuck. I can I can feel how thick your words are. Yeah. I can feel it because you mean every fucking thing you saying and I hear you and I agree with you and I'm trying to tell you dog five years ago in New York I was getting crucified for telling white women they weren't oppressed like inconvenienced yes oppressed fuck no that's that's why you react that way to a black man in a dog park when all you had to do because somebody tried to argue well he uh You know, he said to her, you know, if you don't want to leash it, then I'm going to have to do what I'm going to have to do. And then he started to try to feed her dog. And I'm going, first off, the original sin is that her dog isn't on a leash. And as much as Karen's like to call the cops on black people for not following rules we're not excusing the fact that her dog was not on the leash. So the original the original wrong was the fact that all, she was breaking the rules because if we reverse the races, if Christian is white and she's black, when the cops did show up, if they shot her, then all they would say is she wouldn't have got shot if her dog was on a leash.
0: Yeah. The, 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 another thing too, um, fuck. If I, if I can remember it now because I, I had the thought and I lost it. Um, fuck. Uh, oh, and whatever he planned on doing that, she wasn't going to like that. That's what he said to her. He said, if you don't put on, right. put on I'm going to do something that you're not going to like. And then he pulled out the treats or whatever, but whatever he planned to do to the dog, was going to pale in comparison exactly. to her choking the fucking life out of the dog anyway, during the whole encounter. She choked the shit out of that dog the whole time she's arguing with this dude and she and on the phone. The dog is fighting it. for his life. Again,
1: even on that... I'm like,
0: look at this dumb
1: bitch. Even on that... Yeah,
0: they didn't even give a fuck like, about the know, phone call. They cared about how she arguing, was choking the dog.
1: Well, she wouldn't have been choking it if he wasn't scaring her, and I'm going, again, now y'all care about animals, but last month, Y'all were all clapping for Tiger King and talking about free Tiger King. So, which the fuck is it? Do you care about animals or not? Because now you know. Oh, well, Kristen Cooper was trying to feed her dog without her permission, and I'm like, is that any worse than Tiger King? So, which is it? First of all, uh, white
0: people walk up on dogs makes, on the street and it, pet it them. It without makes permission.
1: me want to release Michael Vick dogs all the time. And just sit but back and I don't watch try. everything burn. <laughs>
0: Yo, it, yo, it, it don't make yo, bruh. Nah, I feel you I, though. I, I'm but not making any sense of the shit. Like anymore. I said, I'm I'm,
1: not I'm glad we get into.
0: i trying to. It's like yo, we getting to expose we, the we, Karens I, and
1: how it leads yeah. to the George Floyd's and you know, like I said, five years ago or so, you know, it was prime white men, women, you know, straight black or straight, yeah. you know, male, straight white males, straight white males, and it's just like no, all of you, we when we said white people, we meant. All of you. Yeah. But white women did a great job at, you know, separating mm-hmm. themselves and even gay white men. So where it's like that's the same thing. <laughs> you know? Like a straight white male can become a gay yep, white male exactly. tomorrow. So let's not separate the two. They're all the same. I
0: I had a I had a bit I had a bit one time. I did it. I did an Essence, man. And um... And it was like the height of that whole yeah. believe women shit, like believe women or whatever. And I was like, I was like, I said, I said, why? I said, why is white women talking about believe women? I said, when they had that campaign right. long before anybody else about believe women, I was like, Woo. I was like, how else you think Emmett Till got that cotton gin on his back?
1: Yeah, boy, you and, went and to and motherfuckers like, God yeah. damn. <laughs> But yeah, that's why I almost
0: put put up a disclaimer
1: for my comedy where it's like, yo, if I'm not saying something that's funny, then I'm saying something that's true. So even when it upsets you, it's like, and even when you want to go, well, you're a comedian, it's supposed to be funny. It's like, I'm also a truth teller. So, you know, deal with it, you know, or it's definitely my truth. But yeah, it's, it's, it was crazy to me that we got to see you know their racism the casual liberal racism and then we got to see you know the oppressive racism you know physically with George Floyd and it's like you know yeah like don't try to play oh, yeah, the outward overt racism. and then you t- yeah. <laughs> like yeah, you Robinson, the flavors, baby. 31 flavors and then you know that yeah. you know ends with that and then at the same time you know you got like I said, it kind of Joe Biden I feel like jumped off from Friday to Friday Where it's like, you know You just vote for me And it's just like, dude, what? <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah Hey yo, check it, check it The motherfucker, the bitch yeah. he want to um, have As the VP, yeah. as the vice president Minnesota bitch, She was a uh, before she, well, Minnesota, before she was A senator Ooh. and a VP Candidate, she was a prosecutor and she knew about that. And she was the prosecutor in Minneapolis, or Minnesota. Yeah. At the time, that dude had 10 other infractions that, that
1: were... Yeah. That, uh, and I, I want to make sure on that because I'm a, I'm a fact checker. Bro, because, yeah, I I'm was like, seeing that, but I, I've learned from these people with Jesse Smollett and with, uh you know, the little girl in the Bronx, like never take what they throw out there first. But I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm just saying I'm going to have to fact check it. I'm I'm a, a fact checker, right? Nah, it's on
0: her record. It's it, it that's public record.
1: Oh no, I, I'm a, not gonna believe
0: she, that. She was the prosecutor at the time. Oh, the, and the he officer. had all those other. The had officer. Had all those other yeah, because that uh, to him,
1: then, the guy Darren Wilson <laughs> yeah. that killed Tamir the Rice officer, was kind of yeah. like that. He had uh. Okay, my fault, wrong nah, person. Wilson, but the guy Mike who Brown. killed Tamir Rice, had transferred from another department. He had been fired in Cincinnati, but was allowed to work there. So, yeah, yeah that's a story yeah, yeah, yeah. that we're seeing a lot mm-hmm. of times. Even uh, Betty Shelby that did the one with the black guy where they had the helicopter in Oklahoma. What was that Mississippi? Uh, Oklahoma, and what you know, that? where the helicopter Oklahoma, said famously, like you that. know, yeah. he from way up above, he looks like a bad man. It, Betty Shelby like a... had had her weapon taken away from her in the altercation, yeah. and then In another altercation, she shot a guy because she's frail and she shouldn't be a cop. You know what I mean? Like, I hate to put it that plain and simple, but it's like, lady, you're 140 pounds soaking wet. Like, who's really respecting your authority? Like, a hardened criminal is going to stop for you? Not if it's the difference between six months upstate and not. Like, I'm not. But yeah, man, uh, and you know, before that, we 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 even gotta address the uh, yeah. the, sister, the black right woman in. that they shot right. in uh, Kentucky, and she was a first responder. She was an EMT, uh, Brianna yeah. Taylor. That they got the wrong fucking yeah. address. <laughs> it's
0: too many. It's too, mu- right. too much. Right, and then happen. you I know, I'm starting to think it wasn't the wrong address. To be honest with you, because how like. How do you do a no knock raid? Yeah. It's too many black people that die. It's people that die, period. But it's it's too many black people that die that shit. That no no knock raid, where they just bust into your house or whatever like that. They throw the well, warrant inside the door and then they, and they just invade the- it's like, man, come on, bro. Oh, we only gotta Yeah. Well, just- we we'll, got we'll slam minute, it, bro. we'll like, leave we got the door
1: we'll leave it right there and we'll get this episode up tomorrow with the uh other episode and I'll combine 'em and it's right there but yeah absolutely get you a flat screen right now y'all you know go to target you know and i know this whole thing is killing doja cat because she (laughs) she got kicked off the internet off the dark web the day before basically the nba races finals which is yesterday and today you know i know she's pissed she can't be on there anymore but yeah man it's been another episode of the motherfucking tough talk podcast thanks for listening and uh we sign off right you, what up? Chiller. Uh, yeah, uh, I think we doing it. We recording.
0: Yeah, it's recording.
1: It's doing its thing. Okay. Uh, you, but you the host, man. I'm just,
0: I'm just, uh, what was the bitch from Howard Stern? The, the, the black sister? <laughs> <laughs> just, what
1: was her name?
0: What is her name? Um, I don't know, but her. I'm just her. I'm just That's crazy. You know what's crazy she.
1: she kind of looked like Miss Cleo a little bit, right? No, no, no. she didn't have the braids. No. She had the braids, but oh, she, she don't look, like look like her
0: in the face.
1: Okay, maybe not in the face, but the same type vibes, you know, body type.
0: Uh, nah, i I get from I get from her. Um, what I get from her is like she's what they call today a pick me. She, that's what I get from her. She's just so, so disgustingly agreeable. Like she just agrees yeah. with everything. Yeah, yeah, You want a little yeah. bit like a,
1: of, well, you want a little bit of pushback, right? That's the, yeah, thing, with it's the, like, the only, thing.
0: Yeah, you're the only thing. Yeah, uh, you're uh, the only sister on set. Like you gotta have some type of fucking gumption about you, like. But hang on, yeah. when she was young, she was good-looking, though. She was a good-looking woman when she was young. Okay, yeah, I don't...
1: Re- what Do you remember... What is her name? I don't remember her name.
0: Either. I don't remember. That's why I was trying to remember this whole fucking time. I'm getting old. I don't remember shit like Dude, that. we making oh, the what clip. was her name, yo?
1: We making this clip easy to find. Like, they didn't even have to... You know, when Shane Gillis got to go to the middle of the episode, mm-hmm. we right up front with the misogyny. Like, yo, I don't remember her name. Yo, she looked like Miss Cleo. Like, oh, get them <laughs> out of here. We, we two minutes in to the first post-quarantine episode, folks, if you're listening. Uh, you know,
0: <laughs> I guess it, we what? should do
1: that. We should get out, that out the way. The intro, you know, we we took a little break. I think we both got, you know, completely blindsided by all of this, so.
0: Yeah, it's uh it's a fucking it's a fucking mess, man. I mean like look, I mean it was a well needed uh break. I mean shit, I got a chance to reconnect with my kids and my wife <laughs>
1: got to know them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whether you wanted it or not, it's like when them NBA players retire and it's just like Who is this man even? <laughs> yeah, right.
0: <laughs> You've been living in this house this whole time, but he's a fucking stranger. He pays for everything
1: is this the guy we usually visit at the hotels
0: yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah. that's him yeah he's here now all day all day yeah even
1: some of our pets have just you know these people that got dogs and stuff the dog is looking like what the fuck you did got fired again
0: yeah or they like like, man you got to the shelter yeah like why the fuck are you still here but yeah. you know, speaking of basketball you brought up basketball what you think about the uh, what you think about the fucking um,
1: the last dance Uh, it was good for us because we was fiending for some basketball mm. you know with the whole in- league being on pause but it didn't really tell us nothing new that
0: we didn't know that's what I I thought exactly the same thing yeah. and I was looking forward to knowing more about the team as opposed to right. Jordan. My nigga, I grew up with, with Michael Jordan come fly with me. Uh, 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 Michael Jordan Airtime and right. all that shit. A, a lot of that footage came from that. So I was like, I know about this nigga already. I want to know about Scottie Pippen. I want to know about John P- and Horace Grant. I yeah, want to know ain't about know he,
1: We ain't know Scottie Pippen had the uh, Meg the Stallion 360 basketball contract. <laughs> Oh, uh, bro. We know that. Uh, they did. Shoot. I remember
0: there being a contract dispute back then, but you know what though, the business of sports back in the day wasn't as prevalent as it is today.
1: Right. Like
0: business is up front today. You didn't know that Michael Jordan was severely underpaid for years. He was underpaid yeah. too. Like if Scotty was making 4 million or 7 million, Mike was making like 8
1: it was just a different league, you know. Joe Dumars, you know, they laugh about it, but they said when he was a rookie, you know, he he had drove a Buick, you know, and that yeah. was, that was his car for a while. These right guys, now you know, with the exception of Kawhi, and I think he had like a '98 Tahoe at one point. Yeah, Tahoe, you know, yeah. But, you know, even when you got an old car with NBA money, it's like, look, everything new, though, It's just old. Right, <clears> but, but, I mean, it's still smart. It's still less expensive than paying for a fucking Lamborghini. Right, because, yeah, exactly. Now everybody's got Lambos and all foreigns, and, you know, it was laughable when LeBron did the Kia commercial. Right. Because it Yo. was just like, hey, bro, we know you can't fit in there. We know you ain't squeezing your big six eight. With championship knees, ass inside of that little ass (laughs) Kia.
0: Who else did they put in the Kia? You had a Hummer in high school. (laughs) Didn't they put fucking Shaq in the Kia, or was that a Buick?
1: Nah, I think Shaq might have had the Buick. With uh, Shaq was a Buick,
0: right? Yeah, Yeah. they put that. Well, yeah, he took over once Tiger Woods got knocked upside the fucking head by his by his uh, (laughs)
1: by his wife. Yeah, she was half Earl Thomas. Uh, she was.
0: <laughs> but speaking of money, speaking of money, yo, fucking was um. Damn, I feel like I'm piling this episode. My bad. I'm supposed to. I'm supposed to fucking play my nah. play my role. Hey,
1: do something. my
0: role. I'm supposed to be yay. I'm supposed to be yes. Be the yes man all day.
1: Hey, like your a girl turn, from Howard you know, Stern. Sit on the bench and put the towel over your head. Like Scotty. <laughs> <laughs> fucking. I did uh, like Scotty doubling down on that. Oh, I fuck agree yeah, with me Scott. too. It's like when the side it, when bitch people... you know, when the when when the dude finally gets that divorce and the side bitch goes, yeah. It's my chance. And then you 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 wife some other chick, like, hey, come on, Phil. You knew that was Scotty shot.
0: Yeah. I like I like that he doubled down on it too. But what a lot of people are missing about cause they're giving him a lot of shit about it, but if you actually analyze his answer, it is the ultimate team player answer. He goes if I do it again, I'll do it again. Why? Because if he does it again, they still win the game. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs>
1: yeah. He, it worked he, out for him. Like,
0: it worked out for them. So, why would I go back and change that? Now, if, it, now if I would have said, yo, I'm not going in and we lose, then, yeah, I would feel like, I right, I would go in the game.
1: Which you just, know what I'm saying? It just gets messy because, you know, they've got people we grew up lo- looking up to as children all arguing and it just... After a while, it feels boy bandish, you know, when Horace Grant is arguing with Michael Jordan over some 35-year-old dispute. It's just like, are y'all a five No, now? What's really going on?
0: No, no, but you know what, though, bro? I like that shit, because you know why? Because on some real shit, the way they marketed Michael Jordan and the Bulls was exactly the way I just said it. Michael Jordan and the Bulls, they act like these other guys were not people. Oh yeah, like they didn't have feelings, like they had no role in the team. Well, their legacies are intact. I I get it, but what I'm saying is, you they they make it seem like these people weren't people, like they didn't have no say in the game plan. They had no say toward Michael Jordan. They had nothing. And to hear Horace Grant like, "Yo, I'll punch that motherfucker in the face," or you know what I mean, like to have like you said, like some pushback where Scotty go, "No, fuck the Bulls." They underpaid me. I took the summer off. And let Michael, let y'all see how far y'all gonna get with just Michael. Right. And a lot of people forget that. Like, that nigga was struggling when he had no Scotty Pippen.
1: Yeah, yeah. He was struggling when it was Well, yeah, Michael. they're a weirder legacy because Kobe went on to have success without Shaq, and Shaq went on to have success without Kobe. Time out. It, see, I always got to
0: correct it, motherfuckers and, where and they Shaq go. Shaq
1: had it before Kobe. So
0: Shaq had it before Kobe won. He was still dominating. But what I'm right. saying is, but with Kobe, people forget Kobe lost when he was the most no, 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 no. marquee player. Listen. That motherfucker lost. Listen. for a number of years,
1: he didn't win alone. I'll say that he didn't oh, win hey, alone. He never did. He never won Yo, alone.
0: I always, I always tell people he did not really. The Lakers did not become had that run until they acquired Pau Gasol.
1: No, yeah, Pal Gasol that. was the biggest and that was a difference because Jerry West was on the other side. And at the time, traded right. him for his little brother, which was laughable. Like, who trades the big brother rookie of the year for the little brother? <laughs> right. And then Mark Gasol kind of blossomed, so it was a joke. And then Lamar Odom and Ron Artest mm-hmm. showed up later, and Trevor Ariza and Lam- in the Lamar first round. Odom. Yeah, they were they were no joke. You know, people. There that team
0: there. people yeah, they were stacked ten. People like Brown on the bench.
1: People like to talk about him jump like, through the gym, like it was just him. But it was you know Phil coming back and running the triangle. But exactly, yeah, they were they were could... arguing like the five heartbeats, you know. Ain't nobody coming to see you, Horace, and it's like, all right, MJ, we. But
0: but they couldn't, <laughs> but they couldn't win without Horace either, though. No, and people and forget Horace, Horace, went Horace...
1: Over to Orlando. Yes, he's the only difference. The difference between the year prior and the year after is Horace, and yes, Horace, people forget yes. he was the first Dennis Rodman because he wasn't, you know, he didn't have the blonde hair and the antics, but
0: right, he had. And then he had that he had that automatic elbow jumper like Bill Winnington.
1: Right. That 14, 15 foot. El-
0: 14- Yo, he used to knock that shit down with the ugliest form. That was the, Not the ugliest form, but he used to shoot it real stiff. His leg is yeah. stiff as hell. But it was a set shit. shot,
1: but he would make it yeah, every time. Robert.
0: Bruh. Horace
1: was nice, yo. Yeah, Horace, Horace was nice. Was, like, I don't
0: know why motherfuckers, like, try to shit on Hor- because Horace. Because
1: people nice. forget, and I mean, he had the goggles, and then Dennis Rodman is just the more popular version, just kind of like what I just told you with Kobe, where right. the first run, people forget it's Trevor Ariza, you know? And then, literally, they him and Trevor Ariza and Ron Artest swap places, but a lot of people right. forget the first championship of the back-to-back is with Trevor Ariza. Trevor Reza, yeah. And the
0: same with – Trevor Reza was like his Scotty Pippen, Right.
1: And Harrison Barnes. People forget him. Yeah. You know, that was – Harrison
0: Barnes was with the Lakers?
1: No, with Golden State.
0: Oh, Harrison Barnes. Yeah, Harrison
1: Barnes was a great uh, player with Golden State. And then KD comes, and then now all, all people talk about is that version of the team. But it's like, hey, they broke the record without KD. You know, most, right. most wins of all time, which LeBron beat them. So, it's like, well, done argument at this point. But, nah, uh, what was I saying? Oh, I was saying how we, you know, this whole thing kind of blindsided everybody, you know. We were all kind of in our groove and working our, you know, spots. And Man,
0: oh, I had a fucking momentum going. My man, momentum was building, man. I could feel it.
1: Right off the creaking and uh. cave and doing your,
0: was it an hour you did every night? I did a half hour every night, did, but then I would, but every, sp- bro, every spot that I was getting after that, I was murdering. Yeah. I was murdered, like, with a comfortability, like, I'm talking to my people, you know that, you know, when people be like that, That when you're in a pocket, when you find, you know, people call it finding your voice, I think I always had my voice, yeah. but I just had that comfortability where I could just say anything on stage. Yeah, but you- Like, anything, I just felt like I didn't have to stick to the script at all, I could have just went anywhere. With anything, yeah, you, and I was just like, "Oh, I was in a zone, man." When you're
1: older, you get to, you I find your voice older. quicker. It's the other things you gotta find. So, yeah, you definitely was in your in your pocket. You was in your in your bag, as the youngest say. And
0: yeah, word up, and man. myself too. That's know? the only thing that that I like that I didn't like about
1: this. Well. I think we all kind of got used to it after a while, you know, it's like, oh, shit, you know, start looking at it like jail. You only do two days, the day you get in and the day you get out, because I think they did ease us into it, you know, like like a girl trying to have sex, like, yo, just let me put the tip in. Like, listen, it's just going to be two weeks, y'all. And we all like, okay, Mm -hmm. cool. Two weeks, we'll be right back out there. And two weeks became a month, a month became three months. And I mean... And then
0: the whole time we in there, they scaring the shit out of us with all the stats. Yeah,
1: the stats. But mind you, we also in the hot spot, you know. My people in Indianapolis, you know, my parents and family. And then I even got some family in Atlanta now. and It's a little different out there, you know. The vibe's a little different. It's just kind of like, you know, you know somebody that may know somebody, that may know somebody who had the COVID, but you know, right. with us, it's like, nah, that shit just, nah, I, know motherfuckers.
0: Yeah. I know motherfuckers who who had it. And I actually know, um, a few of my friends lost their fathers the same day. Matter of fact, two friends of mine, one guy I grew up with this other, um, this other sister who's this other sister, who's a, who's a girlfriend of a friend of mine, but we all cool. Her, she lost her father, and my man lost his dad the same day.
1: Okay, wow. The
0: same exact day. Like, I was like, oh, shit, this shit. Because, you know, like, until it affects you or somebody you know, let's be real, as human beings, you don't really give a fuck. Like, you come up with all your conspiracy theories and all your, you know, mm-hmm. I, you know, you, you get into the, you know, into the regular shooting shit with it. Yeah. But then like you hear somebody, you know, died right. of it. You're like, oh, shit, this is real. It's not, like, not real. <laughs> like, oh, this is some real shit. It's
1: not real until then. I Like, you know, I remember nine eleven. you know. Granted, you out here on the East Coast. I'm sure you remember, you know, New York, New Jersey. Man, I remember that shit like. Yesterday, yeah. seeing the smoke and all. So it was real. Mm. I'm in South Georgia, in Valdosta, Georgia, on an Air Force base. And, you know, a lot of the kids that went to the school were Air Force or military affiliated. Even if their parents were out, that's how they wound up there. But the teachers turned the TVs off. Then when I got home, I seen the soldiers standing on the corner with machine guns. They never would tell us why. And we didn't figure that out until we got in the house and turned on the TV. But I said all that to say, you know, yeah, until you see things, it ain't real. So, you know, even like we were talking about the NBA, I remember the last night I'm out, I'm at Applebee's, I don't have no shows, so I'm just kicking it with the homie, and I'm watching the games, and, you know, Rudy Gobert and them, you know, laughing and joking around, and then there was just a warning on the screen, like, yeah, this is the last NBA game, and we're like, wait, what? <laughs> they're like, yeah, mm-hmm. this is the last one. We're going to shut this thing down because of the COVID. And then they're like, Rudy Gobert tested positive. Then they're showing him, you know, before the game, he was joking around and rubbing every fucking thing in sight with his hands and laughing. But, I mean, if I was a seven-foot millionaire, you know, I'd probably be laughing too about whatever little disease, you know. It's like, well, dude, what? I'm a giant practically. I'm Goliath, nigga, like what is this thing gonna do to me but he got everybody sick and he was the first player to test (laughs) positive
0: yeah so yeah he was rubbing fucking donovan mitchell yeah
1: then donovan got it and that's why like i said and like you're saying it ain't real until somebody get it but we were all laughing you know everybody tried to act like he was an idiot but it's like no we were all laughing one week ago Right, And my disappointment is yeah. just that, you know, with that TV show pandemic on Netflix, for everybody that's listening, go watch that. That came out like last year sometime. And they're telling us, you know, scientists have predicted that this was going to happen again and that, you know, the last one was in 1918. So it's taken 100 years and in 100 fucking years, we didn't come up with nothing better than, yeah, let's just stay in the house that out of work
0: yo i i posted something about this this remind and this actually could come like kind of piggyback off of uh like me coming out of ramadan fasting this whole thing because it's like one of the first this is the, actually not one of the first this is the first ramadan where you know we pretty much strictly like stayed in the house yeah because y'all you know used to go to the mosque and it's like go to the mosque at late night you got the late night prayer you got all that stuff so this is the first like Ramadan where I was like home most of the time. Right. You know what I mean? And it was just like, you know, and that really, you know, you bond with the family, whatever. But I say all that I say about Ramadan about in terms of people's belief in God yes. and how we as human beings, we put a lot of stock in science
2: mm-hmm. and about mm-hmm. studies.
0: And what this whole experience shows you is that, which I've been trying to explain to people for years, is that science is no more than the study of a substantiated truth. Meaning, you're only discovering what's already here. You didn't like people have it confused. Like because science discovered something, it's almost like it brought it into existence. Nah. Like no, it was already here, nigga. You trying to figure it out, right? And you don't know what the fuck you're they... doing because that shows you how fragile human existence yeah, they... is. So now you have a disease here that you don't know what the fuck it does. You don't know what it reacts yeah. to. You don't know how to treat it. You don't know anything. So it just reminded you, like yo, science don't even have a fucking idea. Uh, 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 answers to you, to our or right. It's only it's a it's a reactive it's a reactive study. So you know what I'm saying? Yeah,
1: hundred percent. Which both me and you, you know, we're similar in philosophy. But I remember at the beginning of all this, one of my religious cousins back home in Indianapolis, he shared a post, and then I think you shared it recently, and I was kind of laughing because it was mm-hmm. making its rounds. But you know, irony is hilarious to me or satire in some right. way, you know, and a lot of times you see shit that is right slap in the middle of both. But it was like saying right. exactly what you are saying of like, y'all walked around here for years yelling and laughing at people for being religious and believing in something they couldn't see. Now look at you all masked the fuck up and you can't mm-hmm. see that. So yeah. Man. that's what, Yeah. I,
0: I, I, yeah, I came up with, yeah, I came up with that. I, I wrote it up. I was like, uh, what did I say? I was like, uh, I said, look at us humans. I said, look at us humans. We're uh, afraid of something we can't see and science can't explain. And I said, your move, atheists. You what right. i Like, because atheists always play this whole, it's science. Mm-hmm. science is, the science says, yeah. the science.
1: It's like, motherfuckers, science ain't no more than you explaining what God already You know what? Said. I stopped believing if a I little and this... figured out that it was all educated guesses with diseases. Uh, you know, back in my 20s, you know, wilder days, I had a run-in with a chick and mm-hmm. she had told me, you know, a dude had, she had kind of let me know, you know, after a while, like, yeah, I hurt? was, you know, I might have had the herpa and I went back to the doctor, right. like, you know, the next day I'm at the clinic early, 7 a.m. Like, we about to see about this wow. herpes business because I might have to, you know, pull an OJ where my gloves at, uh... <laughs> anyway, nah, I sat down and talked to him and he was like, listen, if you don't have no symptoms, there's nothing we can do for you. And I'm like, wait, what? And he's like, yeah, we don't really quite understand it. And he was like, we have a guy in the, within the city that we call an expert. We usually send most of our cases and run them by him. And I was like, uh, he was like, you can sign here and here. And I was yeah. like, nah. I don't want the C D C tracking me at all, which if you've been paying attention, that's what they're doing now. They're tracking people.
0: That's what they're pushing. And I'm like, yep. trackers. And, and you know what's yeah, you know what's so funny? I put up something about the vaccines and how they're gonna put the R the R F I D or R R R I F D chip or whatever mm-hmm. they call it, like through them vaccinations. I'm like, watch. I said you think they're gonna have them chip them chips with those vaccinations. And somebody who's pretty important in the comedy scene or whatever, like, reposted what I put, and it was like, see, it's almost like these anti-vaxxers and flat earthers and, oh, and like, pretty much call me an idiot. But then, not long after that, me and the nigga, me and my nigga Drew Dowdy, yeah. you know Drew, he showed me something and I showed him, it was like, it showed that Bill Gates and him is pushing for what you're talking about. Yeah. Crankin' motherfuckers. And yeah. I was like, look, I was like, motherfuckers be talking to us like we idiots, but, yo, it's like, my thing is, as a comedian, mm-hmm. right? If we not change the subject, nah, it's, it's not as Always the subject. As, as a comic, <laughs> as a but but as a comic, my thing is when I be seeing a lot of comics shitting on so called mm-hmm. conspiracy theories. I'm like, motherfucker, that's how you know your jokes ain't ain't are flat because a a comic is a conspiracy. Something theorist. Like that. You're thinking of shit that no one, but you're thinking of shit that nobody is thinking about. Or you're put, you're, you're connecting dots that ain't necessarily connected. But at some point, you might be right. Like, I always I always relay it back to the classic bit that Chris Rock did about AIDS. Mm-hmm. Everybody laughed at him like, that shit is far-fetched. And we're living in that shit right now. Where he said, they, you know, Big Pharma, you know, they're, they're drug dealers. How do drug dealers make their money? They get right. you on the comeback. They got the cure for AIDS. But they just want you to be able to live with the yeah. disease. They don't want to cure it. They want Always. you to live with it. He said, you're going to, it's going to get... And then he was like, it's going to come to a point, you're going to see somebody at work and be like, hey, man, you wasn't at work yesterday. What happened? Oh, man, my yep. anger
1: flared up. And you know, what, you know what's and yo, crazier? And that's
0: exactly what the fuck you know is going on right now. You know what's crazier
1: than that? Is that, I don't know if you've been seeing yeah. the commercials, but the prep, the drug prep that they're pushing...
0: Yeah, they got it where you can take it before. Yeah, yeah. it's it's
1: that, that to where I'm laughing because I'm going... Wait, the goal was a cure. Y'all made some shit where we can live with it. It's exactly what Chris Rock said. Of like, exactly.
0: what? So you my thing is, what he said, motherfuckers would look at him like yeah. a conspiracy theorist. Oh, that's far-fetched. That's whatever. Nigga, that's our life right now. See, I'm right over now. it. People are living that I'm, reality. I'm, that's I'm, real. So my thing is, how, how deep do you think your jokes yeah. really are? If you're not thinking the farthest regions of your mind to go, yo, that is, you know, because like my daddy always say, my father say, yo, life is strange yes. and is fiction. You know what I'm saying? What you think is, isn't is plausible, plausible is very, is, you know, it's very So let me possible. tell you this
1: before you very go too possible. far. You know, I'm sure you know the Tuskegee experiment, you know, they they denied <laughs> oh, it for 20 yeah. years. And it's like you broke up someone's yep. family, you know, someone came back from a war, slept with the girl and she went, you gave me something, you dirty motherfucker. And he went, oh, all us soldiers. And she went, nah, you've been banging them hookers overseas in World War One or whatever. Get out of here. Yep. And then now he I'm at sitting at some divorce. open mic and some white boy is laughing about how we don't know our fathers and grandfathers. And it's like, well, let's talk about why, motherfucker. But they don't want to talk about that, so you're 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 absolutely right. But here's the thing: or they want it's been this Uh civil war in comedy, and me and you have kind of addressed it. Of like, you know, there's the WCW, which is just the good old fashioned wrestlers, four horsemen and them, Uh and then there's the NWO, and there's people who are just you know out for blood, basically, and we're portrayed as the bad guys, you know. And there's the red NWO, and then there's the black and white one. So. Some of these comics, you know, a lot of them, I describe them as, you know, the Kamal Bell types, where all you have to do is say what everybody else says is okay to say. And then it's a clap, what we call mm. turn <laughs> <laughs> of like, there's no laughs, just a lot clap-ter. of people clapping. And, you know, the comics, yeah. that get up there and, you know, I, I'm i in an interracial relationship. And then people clap and it's like, you know, that's not a brand, stupid. Like, right. it's not a brand, <laughs> Like, is that the end of the joke? <laughs> so, yeah, man, you know, a lot of these people.
0: no emotion, there's no, you just, there's no challenging people. Yeah, there's no, no pushback
1: on anything.
0: No, it, 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 right,
1: there's no seasoning. That shit ain't got no seasoning. It, it's just... Right. It's, it's Boston <laughs> you know, Market. It's, di- it's diabetic It's, like, food. it's diabetic food. It's, it's good. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it's a lot of clapter and a lot of, you know, <laughs> so... It'll help you live. It'll help you live with yourself through the day, but it ain't. Nah, it ain't. It ain't, <laughs> it ain't got no heart to it, you know. So yeah, I've been, ain't got no you know, adjusting, and you know, trying to push through these mediums. Basically, how I've been treating comedy is like, look, every uh, app is a different comedy club, you know. Let's treat, you know, Facebook right. like one club, Twitter like one club, and you know what works on one club don't necessarily work in the other. End. Even got on TikTok, man, and started doing some fucking videos. So if y'all y'all listening. Oh man, Yo, hey, TikTok. About that two weeks in the quarantine. Uh, man, I'm gonna tell you another thing. Once you see them they listen. Uh, Once you see them thick girls on them dancing, you like, you know what? This ain't so bad after all. I'm have to stay on it.
0: <laughs> Nigga, I see enough of that shit on bro, I see enough of that shit on Instagram. I be feeling so bad for people who follow me because you know what happens on your explore pages. They they show you shit because mm-hmm. of the people you follow. So so then they'll go, cause you follow Ibrahim Khalif, here's this yes. big juicy ass. So whatever was my monster my from back home, from back down in uh 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 like around North East Orange area in Jersey, they they followed me mm-hmm. on Instagram. Right. The mock. I had to block them <laughs> niggas <y'all. laughs> I, block. I was like, yo, Cause I don't want no big juicy yeah. ass showing up. He was like, yo, it's because you follow Ebra and leave. and then yeah. I have
1: a fucking about did. me. I always made it joke
0: like, that
1: whoever made Instagram, his wife had to make that explore page, because I think they got rid of it recently, but I'd have to look the other page, so they got rid they of got the rid- page where you can see what everybody we're else likes. Jesus Christ, this is like, a the fucking... I married man's worst happened. dream. <laughs> and for those of y'all listening, Ibrahim man, listen, is married. Man. Yo.
0: Yeah, but I'm going to tell you though, man. I had to tell my wife this, bro, Because she used to like get real yeah. mad about this shit. Like, you no, know, I don't understand women that get mad about us double clicking right. on some pictures and shit, right? So she used to give me shit about it. And I told her, I said, listen, man. You are not going to be making me feel bad about some pussy on your Right. Didn't. You know what I'm saying? Because if you're going to give me the grief, I might as well yeah, get Yeah, well,
1: it's, it's fantasy. Like, <laughs> you know
0: what I'm saying? Like, don't make me sit here and feel guilty, and I ain't even sniffing the, the lips yeah. of this bitch. Like, leave me the fuck alone. Like, if anything, I'm sitting here dust tapping right. on the pictures. It's different where before, before social media, I had right. to go to a strip club. I had to leave the house. You ain't know where the fuck I was at. Like, I'm spending... I'm spending our income on some bitch you don't even know, whereas on here, I don't never got to step foot in another right. strip club in my life. I can just sit here and double tap these pictures, send that bitch some emoji money, and keep right. it moving. Like, <laughs> yo, I did that to a chick one time, bro. Not I did yet, that to a chick definitely. one time. She was like, when you gonna come see me, like, it was this uh, white chick, but she had a fat ass, and she was a stripper. And, like, I used to, like, just double tap the pictures, you know, send yeah. a little thirsty or whatever comment. And she was like, "When you gonna come through? When you gonna come to nah. my?" And I was like, "And I went and I said, that bitch, you owe me money,' <laughs> yeah,
1: and i and
0: I'm like, hey, made it rain, <laughs> you know." Like it. they said, and it's she me right after you should have,
1: <laughs> it's the thought that counts, though. So, or at least that's what they say.
0: Oh, I forgot. I'm sorry. I forgot. I'm sorry. You you patronized the only oh, fan. Oh, I did drop
1: that ball. You better than me. I? You. Uh, <laughs> I dropped. Yeah, that you ball better with than y'all. me.
0: You that actually, you actually support these bitches no, so OnlyFans. How'd, like, how'd, how'd you get caught up with some explain. shit like
1: that? <laughs> let me let me oh, here you. we go. So it was a young lady that she had graduated from stripping to OnlyFans. So I said, you know what? It's $9 a month. I just want to see what she has graduated to. But here's the real of it. And, I mean, you know, obviously we've been seeing a lot of arguments about it, right? It's a very two-sided argument, right? And I see both sides, but then mm-hmm. there's a side that I don't get. So, one is, you know, every time someone brings up OnlyFans, and I'm saying this more for the listener than for you, because I know you already know this. As soon as you say OnlyFans, here comes some dude yelling, yo, but porn is free. And it's just like, dude, we know. It's like if somebody's watching mm-hmm. the Wilder versus Fury fight, and you come in a room and go, what y'all pay to watch this for? World stars free. You can watch fights. And it's just like, no. I want to see a professional or an amateur. One is that, like I was saying, I think I told you at an earlier time, porn got boring to where it's like, it's the same five chicks. There's a script. There's an empty mansion for some reason. And these things are more intimate. I can watch Mm -hmm. a girl in her bedroom and it's like, oh, shit. Live, love, laugh. She's got that on her wall, too. Interesting. (laughs) <laughs> Which, right. by the way, those
0: it's like you pay you pay only you pay only fans to see her actually balance. Yeah, like, it's, like, it's it more the
1: interesting because it's not <laughs> scripted. You know, it's like watching a comedian special versus watching them, you know, do new material in a bar at the back of Brooklyn, where it's like this is way more interesting. And since there's no script, this might fail. She might try to shove that in the hole and it don't fit, and she would be like, "Listen." This is too much. I'll try again tomorrow. So you never know. But but I don't understand the dudes that yell, you know, why are y'all watching that? Porn's free. It's like, yo, bro, you being a buzzkill. You being a fucking killjoy. Like, would you go to a strip club and stand in front of the door and yell as dudes go in? Why are y'all paying to go in there? Porn's free. It's like, yeah. we know that. We yeah. want to see this girl we sat across from in math bust it wide open on a Wednesday at 3 o'clock. We know that. <laughs> yo, coincidentally, yo, to, to piggyback off
0: what you're talking about, the reason porn is whack is because of the emergence of social media. Is hmm. because chicks realize, because chicks realize I don't have to fuck <laughs> to make money. Whereas back then, they used to get swindled in with the promise of money and that you could be this sexual being and all of this stuff. But really, women realize they don't have to graduate beyond being a dick tease. You remember, like, back in the day, chicks were dick teases. Like, they would, you know, teach you, then eventually they felt the pressure that they had to cross that line. And then even chicks who had, like, daddy issues and all this shit or whatever, they even went further. But it's like now, because of social media, a chick can be a dick tease Hmm. all the way into her 40s, especially if she's just getting money from it. So, only fan. I, I picked. I, I picked up on this a long time ago. Where, like you said, I, I used to say the same shit. Con, uh, 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 porn felt like porn felt like I was being a voyeur for a minute. Cause it's like after a while, it's like I hear the kids in the background. These two motherfuckers. Right. I've seen like numerous you know, you got that girl that's acting like a teen, and it's like that, that chick is acting dude. like
1: a teen. This chick is forty-two. I've seen her in two hundred moves, movies, forty-two years old. So I know that chick ain't no teen, not the way right. she rides. And and what
0: else, what else fucked it up was the old boy who had who got um what do you have herpes or oh, something? They fucked the game he didn't tell time. nobody. That fucked the yeah, porn industry up too. That what was that, Mr. Mar- yeah, that Mr. but Mar- I don't
1: Mar- know why. I, I, I'm not sure. I but think that was Mr. Mark. Here's my thing. Like I said, one is I don't understand why dudes have so much fun trying to break up the fun, which is just like, dude, we've always paid chicks to take off their clothes. To me, you just sound old when you say, like, what is that? Why are y'all doing that? That's crazy. And it's like, no. Every generation, hold on listen. Hear me out. Every generation wants it, yeah, yeah, yeah. but they want it in their yeah, yeah. way, right? So look at Blockbuster. It went the fuck out of yeah. business. Because the new kids are like, I don't want to have to travel to get a movie. I don't want just one movie. I want them all. So, I think it's a generational right. thing to where it's like, look, I don't want, you know, porn stars. I want a regular chick that's just, you know, seeing what this is about. To which I almost get annoyed when the porn chicks have the OnlyFans of like, get out of here. I fucking came here to Sky Black and Cherokee. I don't want to see you. I've seen you enough. The bootleg DVD era was great.
0: Right. We're, yo. <laughs> That's what was so funny to me when I started seeing Cherokee and all of those porn stars start being trying to be dicky. Yeah, you if can't go backwards. It's Like, why would I want to
1: watch you, you twerk face? when There's I just nothing. saw you it put- wide open on a dick? Like, no.
0: Yeah, you can't. Like, like what what they say? You can't. You yeah. can't unmake that bed. That shit is. <laughs> that shit is done. Like, like I feel like right. we've moved on. Like, don't sit here and try to act like you this pristine motherfucker. Like, we done seen too like much. Her like, Kurt Angle going Masika backwards.
1: Where it's like, Masika motherfucker, you supposed to do fake although, wrestling, then although, real wrestling. <laughs> you're not supposed to wrestle for real and then right. come fake it. <laughs> so,
0: yeah, fucking, um, but just so, goat, though. The only the thing
1: that like I was saying about that argument that I do get and I do get annoyed with is especially on Twitter the amount of chicks that are like sex work, sex work, sex work and it's just like look you're not a fucking hero like I'm not gonna tell you to be ashamed but you also probably shouldn't be proud of this like do your promotion just like comics do their promotion but yeah. stay out of my mentions you know they act like their first name is OnlyFans fans. You know, as soon as you say OnlyFans, we have a right, and it's right. like you're not advancing any struggle, chick. You're not Rosa Parks for busting it wide uh. open on a Wednesday. Like, let it go. Let's tone it down.
0: Right.
1: I I uh, I had that debate. I had that debate. I was on the um, I was on the grapevine. Yeah. You, you uh, ever heard yeah. that show? I think I, I saw you on it. it. Was how I heard so it. Yeah, I was. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was
0: on it. So I was on it, and we were talking about sex work, sex workers, and it was t- t- having a whole debate about whether or not sex work should be legalized. And what I noticed, what they were doing was they were conflating the issue, like you were talking about, like they, like we had two sex, so-called sex workers on the panel. We had one chick who was a stripper, and one chick who was a financial dominatrix, which I later decoded was it was coded language for um um what they call it, right. uh, uh, sugar baby, because you got the so that's pretty much what she was. She was a sugar baby. But she had financial domination. What the fuck is that? So their whole argument was they were trying to say that they were trying to push for this whole sex work should be legal. Sex work should be legal. So I had to decode that shit. And I was like, wait a minute. Y'all sticking all these issues together because, first of all, you're a financial dominatrix, which is legal. You're a stripper, which is legal. I said, so what we're really talking about right. being legalized is prostitution. I said, y'all, y'all trying to put yourselves in the same bag with uh, the chick who's selling herself on the corner to to get her next hit or to help put some food on her table. with she's been doing this for twenty, thirty years. You trying to say, y'all trying to put her yourself in the same class with her when it's not the same. I said, you can't legal. I said, listen, if you want to do right. some shit, that's on you. But the moment you legalize it, because they they make it seem like right. you shouldn't have and no opinion about it. But motherfucker, if you make that, if you make that legal, it does involve me because is, it involves my tax dollars. I said because once you involve the tax dollars in it, once you put tax dollars, get that involved. Now you got to Now you're going to think about corporations. Which now you're gonna Think about government subsidies. Now you're going to think about putting people to work. Now it's taxes involved. Now it's, all yeah, it's a lot involved, of stuff taxes, involved, but,
1: which, you know, what I'm saying? Which, it's yeah, all yeah, you're right. Also, they don't realize that, you know. I hate to bring up her name, regulation. I'll bring it up just for the purpose of this. Someone like the uh, centoya Brown that was, you know, a child prostitute and, you know, that wound up killing that dude. Um, they don't understand that there are chicks. Right. Wh- they may have a degree and be choosing to get in the game, but it's going to promote pimping. Right. Because a young girl that may not have another way is going to look to get in it and it being legal, which... I'll compare it to this. When I lived in Georgia, when I lived in Georgia, Georgia at the time, I don't know if they still have it, but my brother turned 18 and he was allowed to go in bars, but not drink, which is just like a fucking joke. You know, you're 18, but here's a wristband. You know, you're hanging out only 21 to drink. And it's like, well, what do you think's going to happen here? He's going to unsnap this wristband and start drinking. Right. And he's 18 and he can't right. handle this liquor. He's going to be drunk as fuck. He may even get in a car accident. So, yeah, I don't think those chicks understand that it's like, yo, a chick with no choices will Look, totally I, use I, that I got, to her advantage.
0: Right. I, I got it. I got one better for you than that. Right. So this is how me and my boy was talking about me Me and my boy, Bo LaRing, who's also a regular on that show. He's the one who actually got me on the show. But they didn't have us on the same episode cause they would have, man. We would lit that shit up. But I was, like, trying to be on my best behavior whatever. But we was talking about the episode after I did it. And I was like, what they don't realize about this shit is that because they claim that by making it legal, it's going gonna, it's gonna to prevent right. things like the Centuria Brown with child, uh, with child trafficking and all of that shit. I said, yes. actually, it's going to make it easier because they're going to be able to hide it. That's one. They're gonna be able to hide a lot better. Cause look, they all well, they're gonna regulate it and they're gonna make sure that it doesn't happen. I'm like, motherfucker, we got right. paint center in our cereal,
1: and the FDA regulates. <laughs> Which I our understand, food. like like, just like I was saying, I once you let that old in your bar, anything's bound to happen. Right. So yeah, I I agree with you. It, yeah, it's gonna open a lot of Pandora's that, you box. Have, you ha- and yo, yo, you it's it's out, gonna be,
0: be able to put it back. You got you got that the child, you got the child, uh, what you call it, then what I said was like you said about someone who doesn't make enough money or the poor, you're going to exploit the poor and the destitute, because I'll give you an example, almost like, you remember how, and I tried to give this as an example for them, remember how back in the day, like, yeah. if you wanted to be a security guard, right, you want to be a security guard, somebody just gave you a security guard shirt and you was a security guard, now you're a security guard, a bodyguard, whatever, you're just standing out, right. you're security now, if you're a big motherfucker, and you're just standing in with a t-shirt on. Well, after a while, over over the years, they changed up the law. Right. You had to then get a Sora card. And to get a Sora card to work as a security guard anywhere, you had to take, uh, what was it, eight hours of classes or 16 hours of class. Right. So many hours for a week. And so you get the sewer card. And to get it, you had to pay like, uh, I think back then it was like $1,200, right. $1,300, something like that to get a sewer card. But what you could do, if you couldn't afford it, you go to a company, a security company, they mm-hmm. pay for you to get the sort of training right, and now you work for them. What will happen with sex workers is that's what they would do as part of the registration, and that's how you get corporations <laughs> in it because the average girl yes. they, she's still of her Corporate. body because she don't have the money anyway, Lord, so she's going to go to a company, a corporation who's going to be a sex mm-hmm. uh, who's going to be like a sex worker factory <laughs> they're going to go get that car to be sex workers yeah. they said that's what they have over in Europe they're going to be then indebted to that corporation to then work as sex workers and they're not going to get the amount of money that right. these girls are doing Exactly.
1: It's going to That's what happens when you legalize the an illegal down it's the market, the which is interestingly right. enough I read an article exactly. it's in Rolling Stones, so you guys that are listening can go listen to it recently about how they've been shutting down a lot of the girls accounts on there and you got to realize just like with Tumblr, right? Tumblr kind of was the first place to allow porn, mm-hmm. and a lot of those girls were kind of coming up off those sites, mm-hmm. you know, it's some type of corners of the dark market, you know, or the dark web, I think is what they call it, so yeah, Tumblr right. was one, and it kind of came up off right. where a free space, you know, pro-women, pro-this, pro that, all that free-to-nipple talk, you know, guys can show their nipple, how come girls can't, and it's just like, oh lord, <laughs> here we go, Pandora's mm-hmm. box. Um, but yeah, and then, you know, recently as I think two years ago, they just went one day and were like porn because of advertisers. We got to get rid of it because they don't like to advertise, which I don't know how Twitter's been ducking that whole loophole, but I guess there's not a whole lot of advertising on Twitter. There's some, but it's minuscule compared to the other apps. You know, I can literally say, you know, Pringles into this phone Mm -hmm. and then look at Facebook and boom pringles ad but uh what was i gonna say which yeah so on right. that just to put a button on that whole topic like i said i'm i'm sick of both sides to where like i said the girls you know i don't know if you caught it but it was a big thing on twitter you know as recently as like a month ago you know a girl would take a picture in a house a nice looking house and go brought this with my checks from my only xyz i only been doing it you know two months ago and then after a while people kind of caught on to like hey that actually looks like a model home I don't think you brought any of that you know and started mocking it to where it's like just take a picture in front of anything and say brought this mm-hmm. with money from OnlyFans only been on there for a mm-hmm. day to where it's like listen chick right I'm, I'm again I'm not I don't think you should be ashamed of what you're doing I also don't think you should be proud I think the appropriate response is about the same as hearing somebody works at Walmart at this point but it's like, look, who are you trying to prove something to by making this post, myself or you? Because it looked like you're trying to overcompensate and project right. that you feel like it's not a job by sharing with me what you've earned. You know, I've never went online and shared what I made from comedy. Right. You know, it just comes off a little corny and tacky. It, yeah,
0: they're trying it's- Yes, that's what it seems like. Their shame, that's what it is. The thing about people is that the, the thing, the thing about people nowadays is because they say, "Oh, you know, you know, you yeah. shame me. Why don't be hating and all this shit? That whole hate, shame, and all." But really, like, uh, what a lot of the, like when I was on that panel and we were talking about this whole sex work thing, a lot of stuff that they were these chicks was ignoring who was, uh-huh. who was pro uh, sex work should be legal shit. Is that you don't understand that the financial, the, not the financial, excuse me, the psychological, uh, 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 uh fucking um right. issue that that causes motherfuckers and chicks who do that shit. Well, That's I think sh- this, that shit uh, ain't this, normal. Like... you know what I'm saying? Like after a while, it fucks. Not only do it, not only does it fuck with the whole, it fuck with the John. Yeah, like most people are damaged people. So for them to glorify it and to put this this cute little bow in his button, like, oh, you know, it's liberation. That's fair. It's whatever. It's
1: like you, you and I like that you brought up the John because shit. even on the yeah, other man. side, as the viewer, we got to take a little bit of that devil with us. You know, it's like, well, who am I to be viewing this girl? To which oh, yeah. I think, I, you know, Pimp C, before he passed, said Pimpin' Ain't Dead, it just moved to the web and as soon as he said that it, it felt like you know 10 days yeah. later i saw cam girls for the first time and i always have been on the thought of like there's the ones mm. right exactly that, that was just now nah, they weren't bug like <laughs> they are now but i watched <laughs> like, the American right? ones but the foreign third world ones i'm like oh i can't watch this because i feel like you know Boko haram which i don't know if you remember him but he was kidnapping <laughs> mad girls over in africa Right, right, right. like, I can't watch this shit. This this is like blood diamonds, these third world girls. But I was like, these American girls, they had every chance. They just wasn't listening. And one of them things, (laughs) like, you know, they say in a lot of things where it's like, did you choose the game or the game chose you? The ones that the game chose, you feel a certain level of sorry for. But the ones that chose the game, it's like, hey, (laughs) you had all the opportunities. Right, but no, I just... You know what it is. Sides. You know, like I said, the girls overcompensating. I bought this with money from OnlyFans. Or they'll say something like, you know, people think that OnlyFans isn't a business. Look what I just bought. And it's just like, who are you trying yeah. to prove something to? Like, your father's not really stopping. But uh <laughs> I, I also wish the men would quit, you know, popping up underneath them to go, why y'all watching this? Which... You know, it's just like, dude, seriously. And then when I made my post about actually enjoying some of the stuff on there, you know, one of my homies popped up to say something stupid. And I had to go, dude, really? Are you going to make me say this? But he was like, well, you know, you can't even touch those chicks in strip clubs. So I never really got that either. And I said, listen, some of them you can. I said, you know, now certain rules, certain states, they don't actually show the whole thing. So you're right. It's less in certain states. Then he goes, then he yeah, goes, and you're not right. actually getting any action. And I go, dude, I didn't think I, you would make me explain this to you. I said, look, my only fans, cause for, for motherfuckers who want to jerk off, like you can't jerk off in a strip club. I mean, they do. But it's frowned upon. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just like, dude, some of y'all dudes are Yo. almost Wondering right, that, that, too much about other dudes and what other dudes like to where it's like, relax. Like I said, you wouldn't go stand in front of a strip club and yell at niggas. Hey, I
0: mean, that goes back going to, in there but, for corn free? But, but, let's, but, let's, let's, but let's be honest about this shit, though, man. It, it all stems from back in the day where there was shame on niggas who jerked off. It, that, that used to be a thing to be ashamed about. Then he graduated from there to something else. You get what I'm saying? It's like, I mean, however a
1: dude but yeah. cut off, we
0: always but clown this, motherfuckers about but, but, how they do it. That's part of the culture but that's, of men.
1: You know um, what I'm saying? Like, adolescent shit. Because by the time, and I mean, me and a homie joke about this, where it's like, yeah, in middle school, you could shame me and be like, he over here jerking off. You would fight someone if they said you were over here jerking off. But by college, you would laugh and be like, hell yeah, now give me some privacy and back up. So You see what I'm saying? And y'all almost are on the (laughs) other side to where we're (laughs) laughing at y'all. Like, nigga, are you broke or stingy? Because I don't know which one you are, but being stingy is almost worse than being broke. Like, if you're going to stand at the door of a strip club and yell, why y'all going in there porn free? It's like, all right, sir, listen, I'll pay your cover. Are you coming in now? Because that's the broke dude. The dude who's stingy. Is the dude that's like, nah. And it's just like, well, <laughs> suit yourself, nigga. I'm going to be inside having mad fun. Which, Speaking of which, seeing as we're going through this whole quarantine thing, which the only piece of mind that I've been able to find is the fact that we aren't going through it alone, you know. The whole world has had to go through it. You know, Italy, us, China, uh, is that as entertainers, as comedians, right. Our art form is about to change. So it's like, we talking about OnlyFans, we talking about strip clubs. Uh, how you think the strip clubs are going to come back? Because that's a lot of ass sweat, man. And if we talking about, you know, spit and droplets, it's like, well, strip clubs be sweaty. Are they going to have to put up a splash guard in the strip clubs?
0: Yo, one of my, one of my first, uh, one of my first, one of the jokes I did on a show, was I was like when we talking about this whole COVID nineteen? I said I thought that I was uh immune from COVID nineteen. I stayed in the strip club. <laughs> once that the mic came on. Yeah, you gotta have some strong genes. <laughs> <G's. laughs> and that's one of the most yo. That's one of the most traumatic experiences in my life, yo. When I when I stayed in that, and I ain't even mean to do it. And what happened what made me come up with that shit we remember that story yes. was I was talking to my wife about it. And she was she like, you was like you did? My What? And I was like, Yo, oh, I too. stayed in there till so the lights came on. She's like, What? She was like, What made you do I said, I lost track of time. Like I went in there, I didn't realize when they closed, yeah. and next thing I know it was last call. And see- and So you're making my point for on. me. And like out of nowhere,
1: before the lights came on, did did any niggas come in there and go, "What you doing in here, man? Porn's free. Here, take this tape and leave." Nah. See, so that those are the niggas trying nah. to get us. A... My thing, but the, but the thing is, but the
0: thing, but the thing is, though, it's strip clubs are a graduation from porn.
1: You I mean, again, porn, I don't want to,
0: but then you want to have to shit say that again, in front of you. but. So then you go. You can't touch so, yourself in a
1: strip club, technically
0: speaking. What? No, you say can't what?
1: touch yourself in a strip club. You say you what? Technically speaking, no. Yes, but I enjoy focusing on touch saying. me at the strip club. But then after,
0: but it, but then after a while. But then after a while, I got but then after a while, I got yes. tired of going to the strip club. At the end of being at the strip club. So like I said, so I was like, like, you know what? Moderation. I stopped going. I stopped going. But now, OnlyFans, but check it, but check it, but OnlyFans is the complete merge of
1: and blog culture. It's really, it's essentially like some
0: type put of virtual blog.
1: <laughs> so but it's, again, awesome. it's a virtual strip club.
0: It is, but what I'm saying is, you're paying, you're paying, yeah, you're paying like you're at a strip club. Nah, I hear you. But shit again, that you I watch,
1: you want to see. You understand? So
0: it's like, it's a perfect middle.
1: <laughs> you're in the Bermuda Triangle, my nigga. I think it's nigga, just of, new, of smut. <laughs> and people are gonna have to adjust their minds. <laughs> the point now. Yeah. hold on, listen. Let me, because I got to get this part out. Uh, it's they um, I ain't be... that is per month, yeah, which yeah, is yeah. the only thing I don't like about it. I'm yeah. like. Like chick, you aren't you you aren't you think you're spectrum? You think you're an essential <laughs> service? Exactly. Yeah.
2: Nigga. Nigga, stay a part part of your extension. So listen, account. this
1: is the <laughs> life hack for those for those of you listening that don't want to do per month. Most of the same girls. Most of the same girls are on only vids oh. and you purchase the same content for like oh three dollars a video. Which is just like, so. That is, no, 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 no. Listen,
0: $5 but a month no, some of them twenty five the and thirty five and
1: forty five. Like, so let me say this because I want you to see them and maybe I'll send you to oh, send them that, to you. My dude, uh, his name is uh, on Twitter, y'all. For those of Stop. you listening, at Riley Ritz. That's Riley, like R I L E Y Witz. and he does OnlyFans reviews. And the shit is hilarious. Like Meat Mill shared it because it's just funny. It's got all the girls mad. They're trying to kill the messenger. You know, look at you. You look like this, and it's like, nah. Deal with the message. He said you're not a goodbye. <laughs> and he's he's mad, honest too. He'll just be like, uh, here goes Cherokee. It's all old content. You don't want this. And it's just like, oh shit. <laughs> but then he there's some balance oh, to it shit. too, because
0: oh shit like, like every she got she, yes. she got everything there's up some there balance you can see
1: on X, too, and, X, there's X. some like unknown <laughs> shit and he'll be like this is a good buy $7 a month <laughs> so if y'all listening yeah check out at Riley Ritz doing the uh OnlyFans reviews and he does that shit like he's Rotten Tomatoes reviewing oh, movies <laughs> but uh, yeah and like I said this...
0: <laughs> I give a Look, I, I give her <laughs> right. three socks. Little drips of lotion. Little I drips of lotion. Is is
1: the, uh, the she's worth four four pumps of lotion. Yeah, I give her three drips. She gets drips. five pumps of, of lotion.
0: Three, but, uh, yeah, three this, drips of jerkin.
1: But this, yeah, this, this thing is five interesting because everybody in entertainment, you know, strippers, OnlyFans, you know, everybody's going to have to figure out how do we come back under the new regulations. Have you been doing a lot of the Zooms you chose?
0: I did one before Ramadan started and um it was dope. The guy uh, the brother who did it who put it together, he did a really yeah. good job of uh this guy, uh, Jimmy Mack, James Mack, uh white dude from Jersey. He put the show he That's put the Zoom awesome. show together. I performed for like seventy to a hundred people. Did only eight minutes, did only eight minutes and ended up with like
1: Okay, dope. Yeah. And everything. See, ended yeah. up like fifty bucks. You know what? Two the one of the dope. advantages it was ill. It was, uh, yeah, yeah. Some it, people do it good. Some people it do it, do right. it bad. You're One of the, the advantages, good. though, of the Zoom shows, like you're saying about the money, is no one's got any overhead. You know, as a comedian, you don't have to pay right. any tolls, any gas, or pay for the train. Right. And then, as an audience member, they don't have to pay a cover. They don't have to pay for drinks. Right. They don't have to pay for parking. Or gas, so it's just like in some weird way, it's an right. even split for everybody. It, and people I mean, may even be more generous in tipping oh, because it's like you know what? And real,
0: yeah. And real quick too, because we only got a few minutes. Real quick, um, fucking what makes right. it good as a performer too is easy to do crowd work because every every uh. Every audience member, when you scroll yeah. through, they have their name at the bottom of the screen. So you can actually call them out. It's, it's not, It wasn't as hard or weird as people was making it. Right. Now, Zoom shows are weird when it's just us yeah. and it's other comedians. It ain't that many people. You know what I'm saying? That's when uh, they're fucking weird because you're just talking wanna, to each other. I want to ask you real you beat quick. Each other. It's,
1: a, it's a circle jerk. Real quick. But if uh, you're actually you performing for an years. audience, it's dope. Do like another 20 and then we get, get off here. Oh, you got.
0: Uh, yeah, Oh. All right. Dwight, man, all finished, all right. She, Maybe give me like five,
1: five, to ten, and then we get yeah, off. Yeah, Dennis. Of actually, the is, same. Five to me. ten work. All right, we'll do another five to ten, and then we'll get off at yeah, nine twenty-five. Yeah, cool. But uh, yeah, man, quick run. But the Zoom shows. Uh, I was gonna right, say bet. I did one with uh. I did,
0: But yo. Oh, this thing up, shuts up. off. You after. only got an hour
1: though. Maybe I'll put these yeah, two we, together. Then, yeah, we had fifteen we'll do 50. another one tomorrow night. And then we'll put them two together and then send those off and do that All right, as an man. hour. Because yeah, we spent a lot of time on OnlyFans. But uh yeah. So yeah. If we only got an hour, then yeah, we'll wrap this the fuck up and this will be part one and we'll do part two tomorrow and we'll talk more shit about the pandemic and Try to do, like, a nice, tight 45 tomorrow. How that sound? All right. Well, hey, good talking to you. I'm going to make sure me. this records and saves. And then, like I said, we'll put it with one from tomorrow. And even if we can get on it earlier, maybe 6 o'clock or some shit. All right. Well, hope,
0: well I may not get okay, home by well, then. Well, I'll yeah, probably we'll like, keep more this time. Be it be, like, more that. like 730. You, you know, it you ain't like nobody that.
1: got nothing to do legally. <laughs> Without breaking curfew and shit, but and that's yeah, a bet. fun fact. We'll close out with that. Did y'all know y'all can not wear a mask and not True. go to the courthouse? I've been doing it. <laughs> like you don't have to go to the courthouse and tell them that you're gonna break curfew <laughs> and violate quarantine. You just have to start doing it. But uh, it's been dope. Been dope talking to you, and we'll get back on this tomorrow and put this episode out by Friday. You know. Good talk. All right, let's wrap it up there. Gonna kick us the fuck off like a collectible.